Here we go. Episode 13. You are listening or you're watching if you're a member of MikeBusey.com, the Mike Busey Show. I am Mike Busey, joined as always, my wonderful, talented, and slightly overweight as myself, Miguel Colon Jr. What up, guys? So new... New to the 13th podcast, we've got multiple camera angles, and we're working that out. Which, to be fair, shame on us, because we have all this shit. We have everything. We have everything. And, and Not we just everything, had, but yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We still haven't got the kangaroos yet, but that's actually... They're on the way. That's on the way. But we... Uh, no, really, they're on the they're way. They're really on the way. Like, Zebras, and, 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 camels. And the funny part about it is, man, you Google, like, can I have a kangaroo... And, like, Google responds back, should you have a kangaroo? And I'm like, it's not the goddamn question I asked. Legally, can I have a kangaroo? They'll let you have them. They wear diapers when they run around the house, too. That's what I found out. So we're, we're working on, we, we won't, should we? No, I, I tell you what, I'll, I'll dance this one. I don't want to jinx dance, it. I'll dance this one in the line. We're working with some people who have some animals that need fostering, and these animals, if they don't get fostered, they're going to be put in, like, cages and little zoos and stuff, and that's not what we want. We have 80 acres out here, so we just want the... If we can get it to go through, we want these grazing animals, not crazy shit like Your, your Honor, Your Honor, what my, my, my client, Miguel Colon Jr., was trying to say, well, if you're a member of MikeBusy.com, you come out here to the drunk people and Halloween party, and you go outside your tent to take a piss, you, well, you might see a fucking camel. You might see a camel on a zebra couple uh, zebras no crocodiles a crocodile uh, no crocodilians no crocodilios uh but yeah so i mean it's kind of like for us one of the things about that was is uh these animals should have been in the wild always but people have them they have them in these little roadside zoos people have them as pets and uh that shit you know doesn't work out so when mike got wind of this his times whole, are hard yeah his whole thing was hey we've got the acreage for it people need to to fucking yeah. farm their That old zoo. roadside zoo investment. Fuck the bank that was like. So let me tell you. Let me get this straight. You want a loan because you want to buy some baby tigers and some camels. Yeah. Well, sounds legitimate to me. Let me get the fucking pen. You know? like I'm not getting any tigers. No, we're not getting anything. My rule is if it can actually eat somebody, then I don't want it. We might get a water buffalo. Okay, that can kill you still. <laughs> you can kill the but fuck it, out I don't of think you. it's gonna, it's not going to eat you. But our thing is this, man. We're not getting these animals. Unless you're covered in baby <laughs> rays. <laughs> Sweet baby rays. Water buffaloes can't resist. True story. Uh, drunk people in costumes, which is our annual Halloween party. It's our biggest, craziest, sexiest, wildest party of the year. It's the one party that we give the most fuck about. Um, at the end of the night, back at Sauce Castle 7, we lived on Alligator Lake. And I would always tell security, hey, uh, you know... Um, do me a favor. Make some rounds around the uh, around the perimeter of the swamp. They're like, uh, okay. And most of my guys were uh, people of color, and they they were not fucking. They don't. Uh, if, if you don't know about some black people, some of my white friends, they're not a big fan of going into the woods or uh, shady, dark places at night. You could take the most gangster black dude in the world. You put him in the woods somewhere, he's like, nah, I ain't fucking with this. <laughs> but I was like, no, seriously, we need to look for, like, drunk people that are passed out. And sure enough, there was, we we would rent, when I say rent, we would like, hey, man, I'll trade you. you know, <laughs> get a, can you do me a favor? These tents, I'm actually uh, blacklisted from, like, I think two different event tent rental companies here in Central Florida. <laughs> like, you can't go to Sun uh, like, like sun used, Rentals? And how I know, I used a different uh, name, but the same address, like, three years later. 
And they're like, nah, dog. Did no. you turn the, we turn the shit all fucked up? Or well, what? what happened was I had this idea inside the tent. We actually, what we're doing right now, we did like a live broadcast yeah. at every Halloween party, which we're thinking about doing a live broadcast. Now we're thinking about it. We I'm are doing it. I'm sorry. What am I think, yeah. thinking? I'm acting like they don't know yet. If you go to MyBeast.com, you can actually buy a pay-per-view ticket. So basically, you get to see three days and three nights of what happens here uh, for $9.99. So if you want to see the fight... If you want to see all the crazy, sexy shit, the parties, we're going to have a Snapchat that's going to show it so you can watch it at your leisure for those three days. And we have a live broadcast. And then we'll probably have a replay for that. So if you buy that, you'll actually be able to watch what happens in real time and get to see all the uncensored crazy shit that we can't post on our social media. However, anyways, back to about this tent story, we were broadcasting. I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's like blots, white you know, walls. I can we throw some fake blood on it? We're like, sure, we'll get some fake blood. We start throwing fake blood everywhere, like fucking massacre inside this white tent. And then we went to wash it off three or four days later. <laughs> and these Mexican dudes get out of this, like, this truck to come in here and tear it down. And they're looking like, oh, what the fuck? Like. And I'm like, what? Oh, no, it comes off. It like, comes off. They're like, oh, okay, si, senor. And then they, they drove it off, and then they're like, I think they tried to sue me or something. Like, you fucking fucked up our goddamn tents. And then you tried to go back to them, like, a couple years later? Yeah, but I was like, maybe it's been a year. Maybe they'll, maybe they maybe it's water under the bridge. Maybe they forgot the guy who ruined their tent with blood. Did did you remember that you had fucked them over? Did you come over there like, hey, gentlemen? No, because I, I remember trying to use another friend that, like, he paid on his card. Yeah. Or, like, took the deposit or whatever. But it was then, the address? And they're like, yeah, we'll be out there Monday. And then they never showed up. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, uh you're never going to rent from us again. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, whatever, fuck them, I'll find someone else. And then they're like, nah, dog. We heard, I was like, fuck. Yeah, other rental companies knew? Yeah, no, there was, <laughs> there was like three of them that wouldn't rent to me. I had to like go like all the way out to Tampa to find some guy. You had to find like the dude. Because I used to put these tents in the front yard and we would cover the entire party area. We had like different rooms and stuff. And uh, we, I like that they literally called their competition. <laughs> like people that they don't want to see succeed, and they were still like, "Hey, whatever man. you do, don't run from that mock busted guy." Yeah, all shit aside, Roger, I know we got a blood feud since our daddies came back from Nam, but just little, little professional courtesy, that Mike Boozy gonna fuck your tent up with midgets and all types of unChristian things. Oh yeah, it's funny how. Um, so let me finish what I was trying to say. Why so, now? Yeah. Why now? <laughs> why, 13 why, episodes. Yeah, 13 episodes in. Why make that the thing Keep we do? Keep the streak going, Mike. Um, so at the when we were like, we had like a, a big trash can behind the bar and there was like, we kind of like uh, made a perimeter around the bar so they couldn't just wander off, you know, because we had 30 acres there. Yeah. And uh, we had this wall that we had up with like zip ties and whenever the trash is full, we're, this, there's thousands of people at this party. Yeah. You can't just like. Da, 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 da. Yeah, take out the trash, the trash and stuff. Nah, it was like take the fucking trash can and dump it over this wall. And I remember, like you know, frantically, sense of urgency, panicking, sweating my balls off. That's why a lot of times I don't always dress up for Halloween, which I regret because I I feel like a, a I feel like a, a fucking spirit in me comes out like yeah. oh. 
you done fucked up now. You done brought the Ouija board of Mike Busey. <laughs> Last year, I was dressed up as Captain Spaulding, rest, rest in peace. Yeah. Said, hey. And uh, I went a little ape shit. And I was throwing midgets. I blacked out, had sex with a chick on the tour bus. Uh, don't remember. Everyone watched it. Um, don't remember any of it. And uh, so I was throwing this trash can over this wall. <laughs> it almost, to people listening, they're going to think this was a shitty edit. They're yeah. like, oh, my God, it cut straight from sex. Someone's like, my, my fucking podcast is skipping. Skip it, yeah. The hell's going on? <laughs> no, we're just, we're just doing the normal. So I was taking this big 55-gallon, like, barrel, like, dumping the trash over this wall. Like, literally, I was like, no one's going to see this. Let's just fucking hide it. Throw it over this wall. And we're good to go, which is like literally five feet away from the bar. It just had like a yeah. little perimeter around it. And all of a sudden I heard, ugh, ugh, and I can hear fucking beer bottles, <laughs> him getting splashed in the face. There's a drunk dude, like damn near dead. Oscar the Grouch, motherfucker. Like he was hugging this railroad tie. We had all these like railroad ties. And he was on the other side of the thing, and I could not see him. And then I flashed, I'm like, I hear something. So like the, the fourth the fourth trash can that I dumped on him, I said, let me go investigate this. I go out there, and I actually stepped on him and fell. <laughs> fell into this mass sea of solo cups that have shitty fucking lukewarm natty ice in it. And I fall down, and I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck? And I hear it go, Rrr! and there's this dude like basically dying underneath this mountain of trash <laughs> fucking behind the bar. And later on, I walked around some more, and I, this is when I met uh, our friend Maxie Pad. He was rest in peace, Maxie. Rest in peace, Maxie. He was dressed up as a giant Maxie Pad that he wore. This he fabricated like this. He customly upholstered a giant bloody. Pad. That's how one day can affect the rest of your life. He was like, "I'm going to be a giant Maxi Pad." Yeah, and then, and then it stuck. And I was like, "Oh, dude, that's really cool." And I remember seeing him on MySpace, and like, wait a minute, like, what the fuck? He's like surfing in this thing. He's in Costa Rica. He's like going to the mall in this shit. I'm like, yo, and he's like, I fucking hate Halloween. I wear this shit for real. And it was like this Sammy Hagar looking dude who was from a different fucking generation, one of the funniest, coolest dudes in the world, and uh, he uh, he he took his own life. About a year after me and him had a falling out, and uh, he uh, he dressed up as a giant maxi pad, and he fucking had names to all his shit. He showed up with with a with a fucking briefcase with scotch and water. I'm like, you old man, motherfucker. And he would drink that shit. I was like, ugh. And he was just the funniest, coolest dude ever. But it, I guess. Secretly, he was battling with his own demons. But one time, I went out there you never think checking that. for dead bodies by the lake, and there he was, like laying there in a giant maxi pad outfit, covered in mud, crying. It's like, what the fuck? I looked down, and he had like broke his like ankle, and he was <laughs> laying there. And I turn, I, I had one of my securities break out his flashlight, and I see like four sets of eyes of alligators, <laughs> literally ten him. feet away, <laughs> just they, staring at him. Yes. <laughs> Yes, staring at him, thinking, like, should we eat this thing (laughs) or not? And there's this dude, long, like, curly hair. He had him always braided like Willie Nelson to the front. And this giant maxi pad with a broken ankle. A blood-covered giant pad. Like, his face stuck out. It looked like something you would see on some crazy, zany Halloween costumes. He was, like, an upholstery. It was, like, fucking really nice. Had wings and shit. And he wore flip-flops. And he fucking 
He had a surfboard. It was like a pussy. <laughs> he would surf surf on this pussy surfboard and shit. <laughs> just a character, man. Like, and just a cool fucking dude. And I remember being like, damn, I really should start checking into the night at these parties to see where these dead people are going because there was a there was a time at the other end of the property where we had like the tree farm back where we used to shoot guns and stuff. One day I rolled up and I I go out there and there's two dudes like slumped the fuck over. Like someone just came up behind a captain in the head. I low key like panicked for a second. I was like, Don't oh, think I hit fuck. By, like a stray round or something. Yeah. I was just like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. I was like, hey, 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 you guys okay? And I don't see nothing. And then the dude's like, hey man, I'm like, oh my fucking god, this is this is frog. It's one of frog's guys. <laughs> and frog was this heroin addict molested by his father in the shower did not want to ever ever take showers but he would jump in the pool he liked pools he had dreads skinny anticipated what's that word anticipated emaciated yes thank you super like like, is that the one where you're skinny or you get freed from your (laughs) slavery which one is it miguel can you brush up my vocabulary for a second thank you so this dude named frog he would He's he was like the first artist to like completely saturate and cover all the. Cr- if you ever look on the internet and shit of the old Sausage Castle, uh, you would see all his artwork, and it, the best way to describe it was like a heroin addict Vincent Van Gogh. Like if I was to see something he painted right now, I could identify it in like a hundred different paintings. He'd be like, "That's frogs," and this dude was like just fucking whacked out. And he had like these disciples. And they would, like, carry his paint for him and, like, do stuff for him. And I'd give him, he's like, hey, I need some more supplies. I'd give him, like, 100 bucks and come back from Walmart, like, two hours later. Come back like, all tired. And I'm like, no, no paint. My, yeah, no paint. I'm like, what the fuck? I needed my supplies, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> now we can paint. So I learned how to deal with drug addicts. Like, you give them a little bit at a time. You got to give drug addicts some hope that if they finish it up, they're going to get the rest of their money. And you get to do that three times before they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to get high. True. <laughs> you got three good times of rolling the drug addict over on the finish the job and you'll get the whole hundred. Oh, I remember uh, him. I get him gigs because I would always like, yo, I'd promote him and stuff. Like, yo, man, I got a guy. He do amazing work. He would, he would, he was on my stage show uh, a couple shows, and he would paint live right in front of the fucking club. And there were DJs there, like, yo, I'll give you five hundred dollars for that thing right now. And he would sell it right there in the fucking parking lot after the night. So he he was good, but uh, he uh, he had these weird people that I thought were dead. And I remember seeing him smack this dude in the face because he like asked him a question. He's like, you don't ask me no questions. <laughs> Frog had a cult. Yeah, no, he was on some weird shit. I had to ban him from the house like three times, and then I let him come back, and then ban him again. It's like a common theme with artists here. Yeah, (laughs) it's like uh, I love your art, but it comes at a price. Like he was like Beetlejuice. Don't say his name three times; he'll fucking show up and try to move into your house. And he had like a heroin addict like girlfriend that would have probably been hot if she wouldn't have done drugs. You can't have a non-heroin addict girlfriend if you're a heroin addict. I'd always search him, like always like check all his shit, and I was like legit scared. To check his pants. Get poked. Yeah, and he'd wear the same clothes for weeks. Like weeks. Like no shower, no nothing. And But he he was always treated with respect. And he treated me with respect in, until he got drunk. I could handle with him. He would always lie about the drugs. But if he was drinking liquor, game over. Like I had to yoke him up one night. I yeah. threw him over the balcony. So he was beating on the door where I was fucking. And he was like screaming some crazy like, 
I'm Jesus. I'm in, re- I'm reincarnated to guide you on your path, Michael. <laughs> like some crazy shit like that. And I was like, whoa, bro. So sometimes there's things that happen at the sausage castle, like at a party or a regular night, that if you've been hanging out in this environment for a long time, you're like uh, desensitized to it. But when you talk about it and you hear yourself saying it, then you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, for somebody to be whacked out oh. screaming their Jesus is like... If somebody You're touching that- on a very sensitive subject here because you know how many... Oh, here's a story. Sauce Castle 7. Uh, my pool guy, first day, it's like 9 a.m. He's on the side of the house. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, here's the pool pump. You know, let me know if you need anything. And then I lived upstairs in, in the walk-in closet and I could hear, like, stuff on that side of the, of the wall of the house. And all of a like, what the fuck? I go downstairs. I go out there and I look. I see the pool guy and he's just standing there like uncomfortable. And uh, all of a sudden, he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was like, "Oh no, nothing. You know, they're just. I think these two were fucking." And they're. It was a couple that had came to me. They lied about like dating. They said they were just roommates. And then, really, he was, like, in love with her. And she was in love with him. But then she would fuck other dudes. The first night she was there, she sucked. Um, someone had lived in the house for a while. dick, like, right off. Before she even, like, signed, like, my makeshift lease. And, like, got blacked out drunk. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Because back in the day, I would, I would, I was so broke. I was, if you had a, a conscious, a heartbeat, and, and first and last month rent, you could move the fuck in. I had the Craigslist ads. Everything. That's how. There was tons of times I would come over, and I'd, I'd have only been gone for like three days, and I would come over, and you're like, "I'm like, who's that?" You're like, "Oh, that's the guy who lives there." And I was like, "Who is he?" I don't know. So, <laughs> me and pool guy in the side of the house. All of a sudden, she's screaming. He's fucking going crazy, and he, he was a marine, and her boyfriend, the yeah. roommate boyfriend. Yeah, the roommate. Uh, yeah. Not my boyfriend, but we're fucking all yeah. the time, and he doesn't fuck anyone else but her but yeah but she fucks other she dudes. wants to fuck my homies and shit so they're like wasted and uh it's just 9 a.m they're still like a partying and i'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing this guy just met me yeah uh, he doesn't know nothing about this house like he just heard stories and now they're all becoming true you know it's like you know like when the the worst thing happens at the worst time you're like not yeah. now Fuck not now, yeah. guys. Go insane. Yeah. <laughs> nope, they freaks. Were, go back in the house. That's when people are are dangerous when they stop caring because when they when you oh, when yeah. someone doesn't care no more, you're bound to get anything. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I hear, oh yeah, oh yeah, well fuck you and fuck her, fuck her. I hate her. I'm glad she's dead. I'm like, what the fuck. Next thing you know, she breaks out this little box, and she throws it into the fucking swamp, and I knew it was in that box. I think I know it was in that box. <laughs> the pool guy goes, yo, what'd she just throw in the swamp? Because now he's kind of entertained. I'm like, oh, nothing. That's just uh, his dead stripper girlfriend <laughs> that he keeps in this cardboard <laughs> box in his room. She, And he's like, oh. Okay, <laughs> and went right back to cleaning the filter. And I was like, "All right," and then that's been my homie, my pool guy for a long time. He spotted you cash when you wanted to go on tour the first time. Yeah, man, like he was one of the very, very, very maybe 
on one hand, maybe three or four people I've ever had to borrow money from. And we're talking like a couple grand, three grand, four grand. And then I've never we borrowed more than five grand my entire life. And then we ran into him constantly on tour. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, he made a bunch of money later on. Like actually recently, he sold some land, the same land the county wanted from me, that same road. And uh, now he just fucking travels around. He's a flight attendant. And he's one of those old frugal guys. And if I ever had to borrow money, he would literally write down the fucking serial number, make up some makeshift, like, contract. And I'm taking the gun, the camera, and these three lenses, lens one, two, and three, listed below, serial numbers. And then if you don't pay within these days, I need this much in return. Da, 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 da. But I always paid back, so he never got no interest from me, which I kind of feel bad. He's an older man flight attendant, right? Yeah, straight man. Straight man. Like, fucking fucking hoes. Like, Living the flight attendant life. Hot young daughter yeah. that's like a little younger than us. They would watch some of our shit on social yeah. media. Like, Dad, what the fuck? You let him buy? You, you loaned Mike Busey money? He's like, listen, I got the lands, the gun, the mini pony, yep. maxi pads outfit. <laughs> yeah, man. And Would this you- dude, so he had this girlfriend that's hot, super hot. The pool hot. guy? No. The the, the, the mar- dead stripper? Uh, the Marine. Marine, yeah. The Marine who lived with me. Who threw he, the, uh, the, the ashes belonged to him. Yeah, it was uh, it was his girlfriend. He kept the ashes of his ex girlfriend in like this cardboard box. And he didn't even get a fucking urn for her. No, it was in a cardboard box with like a label on it. And I remember seeing it. I don't know if he like, I don't know what he did by himself. Oh, I'll tell you what it. he did with it. He rubbed yo for real. And it was a little plastic bag with like a, a, a fucking uh, you a think rubber he, band do around you it. You honestly think he rubbed one out with it on his hands? Maybe so a little maybe. mix of lotion and ash and makes part his gray paste. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, I, if you caught a dude checking off in an urn, <laughs> what would be your, like? Like, can you say no, no, no? You don't understand. This was the love of my life, and she passed away, and I'm now I'm jacking she off. She died in his arms, like in in the in the bed with each other. Yeah, it was like some shit. Like, like some how? Like with his arms wrapped around her neck? No, no, it was, <laughs> it, was it was it wasn't a murdering like that, or she just uh, she died in her sleep or something. She just. And, achieved enough in life and she was like i'm going away now we let's not talk about any more dead strippers we've, no we've nobody, about listen, man, nobody, shows. nobody else has as many dead stripper stories as we do and True. i mean like, <laughs> we're doing a disservice not telling yeah the thing man we're 13 episodes into this and we haven't even scratched the surface Mm-mm. it's not like we busted our load like all right folks well we gave you a good season Mm-mm. fuck it so, but this we, this isn't even the last dead stripper story. It's not the last time we discuss alligators stalking somebody at the house. Like, there's so much. There's so much more still to go with. Stay- yeah, and if if you're a, a member of mybeauty.com, you actually get to uh, see close ups of our ugly fat heads now. Yeah, and a wide angle. There's there's production value here now, and you get to see all not even all of our masks, but a big portion of. We bought all these masks. We talked about these masks before. Like Corn I, hate, man, when I when I would open the Amazon and see what was like being ordered, and I'd be like four thousand dollars worth of fucking masks. <laughs> like, why are we? I don't know if it was that much. I I wouldn't say all in one. I'd say all together. Yeah, all together. Yeah, they average from twenty to forty dollars a piece. So Not about a hundred bucks ones. a row. Oh yeah, the the Mickey Mouse one was about five hundred. Five hundred fucking dollars for a mask that came in crushed, and we had to reorder another one. Now it's taking three months to get it. 
We got the Mickey Mouse China mask. The kids' original one. Yeah, yeah, fuck got him, got him. Every now and then, we get a little come up. That the original one looks like Mickey Mouse grew up in Chernobyl. Like his face is all like melting and all smashed now. Yeah, every now and then it's always good to get one on the man. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, you fucked up and gave me two fries, huh? Everybody loves when an Amazon says they delivered it, and you hit them up. You're like, hey, that shit is not here, and they're like, we're gonna send you another one, and then they both arrive. Steven like, got a yeah. the wrong like burger or something. His girlfriend's like calling up, and he's like just chowing down like the burger's already <laughs> gone. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, what's her? Well, my boyfriend Steven over here, <laughs> you gave him the wrong order. <laughs> Uh, we been we just spent fifty dollars down there, and I don't understand. This is not what he ordered. And I'm looking at Steven and he's like, blah, blah, blah. like <laughs> the burger's gone, bro. Like, and they're like, well, bring it back. And you know that, a yeah. fat man rule. You ain't bringing that shit back. Yeah. As soon as the, they they hand you them fries or that sandwich or the thing, you just lick it. You start sneezing on it. Like, nope, my property. Sandwich taken. <laughs> not not giving it back. I'm not going to give it back. This is America. The goddamn sandwich was handed to me incorrectly. Rules are rules. No take backsies. Yeah. I, I, I miss like the good old days. Like when they would like certain companies would do certain things. Like, oh, you don't get your food in 30 minutes less. It's free. And yeah, you know, mother cheap motherfuckers were sitting around like, ah, 29 minutes. One more minute. We're eating for free. Guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, guys, guys who used to live on like the, like the eighth floor of a building. Would be like, I don't give a fuck. The driver's gonna get here in twenty minutes. He's not gonna make it up all the making obstacles and shit. Yeah, like American gladiators set up so that your pizza was free. <laughs> oh, he, oh, the Domino's man thinks he's getting through the door, but he hasn't dealt with nitro before. So we're gonna do this show called Blue Collar Blowjobs, where our friend Jenny Jizz, who uh, is like this hot milf who loves getting uh, cummed on all over her face by random people, doesn't matter how many dicks. And uh, we met her a while ago. We uh, met her pre-COVID-19, everybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Everybody's going to wear a mask when they come on her face, guys. Trust me, guys. Uh, Miguel, <laughs> I've been in many hotel rooms that, uh, yeah. that they randomly said, hey, meet me. at." They make Craigslist ad. Meet me at fucking Holiday Inn by the airport. It's like and a mob hit when you go with Jenny Jizz. You get a call real quick. You're like, hello, Holiday Inn Airport. Be there. Bring gloves. And you see all these two. It's one of the a lot of my followers that watch my Snapchat say it's their their favorite snap. They're like, hey, uh, what what was the saying I said? Uh, you oh yeah, the, you here for the you here for the blow bang? So I'm sitting in this whole. All right, so all right, our friend Jenny Jizz is married to this guy named Mike, who who he calls himself the cum artist, and. They're an older couple. They're like, you know, Jenny's going to be turning 50 now. Very hot older woman. Yeah. She's that hot, like, soccer mom. Like, she's, you know. She is also the fucking sweetest, sweetest lady in the world. She's always like, like, if you didn't know she loved getting, like, nine dicks blasted on her, you you would think, like, she was just be like, hey, guys, fall festival's coming up. She's like the preacher's wife. Hey, guys, everyone got some. Some brownies? Yeah, hey, got some brownies here. We got some fall festival tickets. I'll suck your cocks. But remember, guys, let's cut all the holes in the rings for the soda stuff because I don't want to kill a dolphin. She's just so comfortable with her sexuality. Yeah. And her and her husband, they they have these, like, meetups where people come and she just blows everybody. And they <laughs> invited me to one. And, 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 of course, I said, yeah, I'll be there. He came as, like, a war correspondent. Yeah, so here I am. In this in this hotel room at the Holiday Inn, which now the gigs up if anyone's listening, because I have heard that they people would tell like where they're going, and then the place would, would wouldn't let them come back. 
And um, by the way, <laughs> holiday it's owned by the rental company that commands you. They're like, who's coming up the stairs? My views. Every night, auditor in America has a photo. <laughs> do not rent to these people. And uh, she's huge tits, blonde. Yeah. Fucking she got a new ass now, great too. Great body, does she? Yeah, she got a new ass, too. Damn, I have to check that out. Checks and checks is... So, Ginny Jizz and her husband, the cum artist... By the way, he films oh, all yeah. this, and he is sitting there documenting uh, all these complete strangers uh, get blowjobs from his wife. And they've been married like 30 years, and they're rich as fuck. They have a, a, a beautiful business that's yeah. booming, works in the construction field. And uh, so th- these aren't like some just average-ass motherfuckers. No. And um, I went with them to this hotel, and I showed up, and uh, I, I was there, and I was like, "So you know how how do you how does this go down?" And they're like, "Oh, we just posted some Craigslist ads, and we just tell them where we're at." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay." So this is like a what are you searching for on Craigslist that you run into the blowbang? <laughs> like, 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 where are you at? You're like services. Well, I do need somebody to work on my oh blowbang at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, that, I feel like the, I feel like Craigslist is still like a hidden gem, even though I feel like it's losing its popularity. Yeah. Uh, but because it still looks like a, a website made in the fucking nineties, it looks yeah. like my website like two months ago. Yeah, Craigslist definitely looks like it's it's, it's like posted up in a board somewhere, and you can rip a piece off of it on the bottom if you want to get free puppies or you're looking for a roommate. What are those things called when people do shit on the internet and they do like a random meetup? What's that called? I don't know. Like Steven, do you know? Mm-mm. What's the thing when they all show up? Like, oh, we're going to meet me at the subway at this time. Like the flash time. mob thing? Flash mob. Yeah. So it was like a flash mob blowjob. Blowjob <laughs> flash mob. So here I am in this fucking hotel room. And, you know, it's average one, uh, one, one king size bed. Very mediocre hotel. And all of a sudden you hear. And I'm like, oh, shit, here comes someone. And as a journalist I am, I'm filming it, Snapchatting this. And the door opens up, and I go, hey, man, you here for the blowjob? <laughs> and it's like that really awkward, like, oh, You're like, oh, yeah. guess what, sailor? I'm ready, too. <laughs> they got that whole, like, am I about to show up to a prostitution sting? Yeah. Is, am I about to, uh, am I on the fucking Catch a Predator episode or some shit? They don't really know exactly what they're showing up to because, I mean, that's a scary thing. Could you imagine just responding to a Craigslist ad saying you get your dick sucked? Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, like I bet you on the whole ride there, you're trying to. Th- is this legal? Is this? A-? And then you open the door and somebody's filming you, and you're you're instantly like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I'm like, about to be on a billboard in Polk gone County. Too, gone too far now. Might as well drain the drain the vein. <laughs> so fucking every dude that opened up, and we're talking like 15 people, just one after another, all within like a 15 minute frame. I'm like. Hey, you here for the blowjob? What's up, sailor? You ready to get your cock sucked? And some of them were very cool. Like, mostly the black dudes. They're like, yeah, man, what's up, man? What's up, brother? And it's like, okay, yeah, don't shake my hand. We're good. <laughs> I don't know where your hands have been, but I know we're about to, we're about to go. Yeah. And uh, so the room, you know, doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't creep me out yet. Mm-mm. But as you throw 15 dudes, and these are like dudes in their, I would say probably... 25 to 45 years age and they're circled around her and some are stroking and then and and, and she's over here just sucking these dudes and dicks. here's the thing jenny likes to do she likes to take one dick 
and then take another dick, which and rub them together like like fucking sticks and try to hell start a fire. to the gnaw. Fuck no, blow bangs already too much for me. Now you're gonna touch mine next to another PP. So, no. but before we get into the dick rubbing shit, oh, she rubs those dicks together like a fucking like a, like some sort of fucking pornographic genie's gonna pop out, and you feel bad because you look into the guy's eyes and you could tell <laughs> he didn't want that it. He didn't want it, but he ain't stopping it because he's like, fuck, I'm just you know getting what my it's like? dick sucked. It's like when the goddamn dessert cart comes by and they're like, hey, you're like paying for the dinner. And they're like, who wants dessert? And people are just reaching like, god damn it, I didn't sign up for this shit. Because we know, we know, I've never done this, and I don't think you have, but if you were to take your slimy wiener and touch another slimy wiener, it wouldn't feel bad. It would feel slimy. <laughs> yeah. It feels slimy. <laughs> so, so it's not like it hurts, but it's it's just, it's really it's gay. It's a mental thing, yeah. Yeah, it's like, nah, dog, nah. Oh, man, it's nah. It's like if a, gay, if like a gay dude put his dick in a woman's pussy, his head's not going to blow up. It'll feel good. But it's gross to him. Yeah, just like it'd be gross to yeah, us. Yeah, just as, like the other way, gross to men. us. Yeah. Yeah. So here, <laughs> I, am, here I am watching bad. some of these dudes. She's like, and she tries to get him. Like she's like, yeah, y'all ready? Yeah. I want them both. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, no. And I'm like, oh man. And then I'm seeing these dudes who definitely do not appear to be gay. All of a sudden, in a very gay situation. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yo, did I just, did I just get my. My, my slimy dick rubbed on another yeah. slimy dick. <laughs> it, it, two slimy dicks. I'm sure physically it felt good, but n- mentally and emotionally it felt horrible. They you were know, scarred. here's the best part. The think about this, Mike. Those dudes don't know each other, right? They're not homeboys. They don't kick it. Yeah. But imagine you're just fucking. Hold on. Are you trying to say you'd rather rub your slimy dick no. on homeboys? <laughs> well, yeah, at least you got something on them. But no, imagine though. They're just like walking around Disney one day. And they bump into that dude, and they're like looking at each Honey, other. Honey, we're going, we're going, to, we're going to Splash Mountain. But but it's only twenty minutes for the haunted mountain. We're going to mansion. fucking Splash Mountain. I said we're going to fucking Splash Mountain. Eric, why are you crying? Why are you crying, Eric? Are you remembering the war? I don't want to talk about any of it. So I got my slimy cock rubbed on. If watching occasional dude get tricked into having his slimy dick rubbed, another slimy dick wasn't hard enough. About five minutes into this. All of a sudden, the whole fucking hotel room smells like ball cheese and slimy <laughs> dick. And you're like wanting to dry heave, but you're trying to be a professional journalist and same time capture the moment. And you can see. Because the way you were capturing it, you were sitting and you were, you were, you were like filming yourself. I just had and a flashback. <laughs> There's this dude. That I, I, he was there in this like powwow semicircle around Jenny Jiz. Hey, yo, Jenny, hey, yo, Jenny. Jenny Jiz is down on her knees looking up, just like, each hand's going to town. She's doing what it I call like- the pterodactyl. She's, <laughs> she's fucking <laughs> sucking dick right here and jerking off two I more. I just figured out the pterodactyl. why. It's flying. <laughs> yeah, that's the pterodactyl. To me, it looked like she was on a sports center press conference with just mics everywhere. Yeah. So if you if you're not a member of myvisa.com, we have no you just missed that amazing visual of me doing the pterodactyl. <laughs> and I have a a black microphone in front of my mouth, so I'm sure it will look great in the replay. Uh, so anyways, Jenny's pterodactyling up these guys in ball this fucking- cheese. There's a couple dudes uncircumcised. I'm uncomfortable. Are there, is there anybody like bench riding, like sitting on the bed waiting? Yeah, yeah, no. There was like they had like the all right, we're ready to go, like circle. <laughs> and then there was the guys that were kind of like pacing. 
And then you could see him kind of like fluffing. Like was it like a special teams dick guy? They're like, you're only in here if we get close to the 20. <laughs> there's there's a fucking warning. offensive coach. Yeah. I need these special teams to get in there and get a fumble. <laughs> come there, on. Sitting there with the clipboard, grabs somebody. Rodriguez, come here. Throws his headphones off and get- starts kicking the water, uh, the water fucking Gatorade jug. And they're like talking with the clipboard over their mouth too. He's like, "Listen, Hernandez, <laughs> call him, please. Give me a thirteen sixty five circumcision. You good there, boy? Huh? God damn it, rookie! You'll be back in the farm. Yeah. Leagues. Is there a red- catch that ball? There's a red shirt freshman just sitting there jacking himself off away from the game. And you get and here's the thing. I was I was like feeling each person's vibe as they came in. It's like it was like Pee Wee's Herman. Like, oh look, it's the mailman. <laughs> I have Pee Wee Herman's cell phone number, by the way. Nice. Another whole another story I'll tell another time. Anyways. Uh, so you got the vibe. You're feeling- so each guy comes in, and uh, I'm like, hey, what's up? And then like, I'm trying to like, kind of like, how me and you, I don't know. I know you do, so yeah. I'm, I don't want to speak yeah. on your behalf, but how I handle uncomfortable situations with humor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, you should. You, next time we get a blow bang, though, we got to hit him like ADA. He's like, hey, what's up, buddy? He just signed this real quick. Let me take a picture of you. Cool. You want some water? Go over there. <laughs> Whole production. <laughs> here's your here's your fruit tray. Uh, stay away from the shrimp cocktail. Yeah. It's been out for a while. Oh, good to have everybody here at the blow bang. First of all, guys, you are the real stars. Some of you won't be on camera. Some of you will. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and get a disclosure form from everybody. Real quick, I got wardrobe and makeup coming. Cocks out. Uh, there might be some slimy dicks rubbing against each other. We'll Put, see. Glue these Google eyes to your fucking <laughs> balls <laughs> fucking you're ready to be a star i know you said it for a blow bang but let me ask you real quick anal play anybody here anybody here wants to <laughs> guarantee some stage time so <laughs> so I, I have to really like paint this picture for the listener and the viewer is that as each guy's coming in i'm just hitting them with hey you so you're here for the blow jab and they're just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then the black dudes are like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, yeah, what up, man, what's up? I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, uh, th- and I'm just like, as I'm seeing these people, I'm just like wondering to myself, and I'm very liberated sexually, and, yeah. and I don't judge, and I'm just, I've seen everything. There's nothing I haven't seen, you know? So, but I'm just thinking, like, what drives a, a complete stranger to come to a hotel room to get a blowjob? Not, one-on-one, but a, a blowjob that involves multiple other dudes while your husband is filming and there's this fat dude with a shitty skunk haircut in the corner commentating on a Snapchat. W- what brings a guy, like, because I would kind of like, I don't know. I mean. The worst thing is, though, Mike, if that does it for you, you can't replicate that. None of those like guys. That, like, if that was the most sexiest moment of your life, you're never getting that again. You're like, sure. hey, listen, man, I'm looking for a guy with a skunk haircut, uh, possibly like a MILF. I need like 17 other guys. I need it to be a Radisson. Yeah. Can it be a Radisson? Because that is, I got points. There's that one guy that's going to all these Renaissance fairs <laughs> driving around. I don't know. I don't think this one's it. I'm not feeling it. Fucking. <laughs> so, each guy's acting different. And, uh, and, and what made it even more entertaining, which made me uncomfortable and definitely made them uncomfortable, was the ones that were uncomfortable. Because it was like, oh, man, this dude's definitely like, oh, fuck, I'm in too deep. But no one leaves. Everyone stays. And there's like a brief meeting. Like, hi, everyone. This is my <laughs> wife, uh, Ginny Jizz. I'm, I'm Mike, the cum artist. That's more important to me than anything else, the pre-shift to the fucking blow bang. He's like, don't worry. I'm not going to film your faces. And I'm like looking over at me. They're looking <laughs> over at me. Face. I have my phone out just filming everything. And uh, there they are, lined up, ready to go. And, and you know, here's the one thing. And, and I've, had a, I have a, I've had a small penis my whole life. 
there's nothing worse than when like you have to present present oh, the yeah. penis before you're prepared. Yes. And I'm not talking about uh, grooming it, trimming it, or, or smell or anything. I'm talking like, yo, pull it out. Let me see it. You're like, a big dick dude's like, hell yeah, come check out my dick. Me, I'm like, oh man, hold on, give Is me like, give me thirty scenario seconds. Scenario, we could do this. Let me, little... let me turn around real quick and start fucking the shit. Yeah, up. let me come get this on. guy going. Don't. Give me a little pep talk. Listen, kid, fucking, come on, baby, come you've on. Been, you've been here before. We know. It's what like when you're trying right? to start an engine. Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> come on, get me to the goddamn fucking party. Come on, Dick. Don't fail me now. Come on, Dick. You work for me, motherfucker. Come on, you motherfucker. So yeah. Um, these dudes are all prepping their dick and shit, and it's getting weird. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. Like the fat dude's got to lean because, like, we always got to lean in angles to make it look better. It looked like a casting call for like a, a shitty softball team, <laughs> and like a a, a work a, an employer versus like Fridays yeah. versus fucking Chili's <laughs> like softball team that came in. All these dudes, you know, all different types of race, religion, backgrounds, you know. Some of these dudes definitely are probably serial, kill- serial killers. Do you think there had to be at least one dude? Remember this scenario growing up. There had to be at least one dude with this. You pulled up to some weird place with your dad, and he was like, just wait in the car. I'll be back. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've all been in a weird situation. We're like, what the yes. fuck? This is a warehouse? Dude, I never even thought about that and dynamic. There, yeah, and there had to be at least one dude who was like rolled up and like, Dad, what do we do at the holiday? Wait, I got to. There's a job thing I got to do. <laughs> Here's the thing, too. Uh. You just reminded me of something I didn't even think about. What do you think the fucking night auditor thought at the front desk seeing all these dudes just randomly show up to go to the same place? Yo, or the fucking... There's, there's the a clown car. <laughs> all these dudes just start rolling in this hotel room. Oh, my God. What about the poor maid? Oh. She came in there the next morning, smelled that dick cheese, and was like, Jenny Jen! I'll get you next time! She's probably well-known throughout the hotel world. They're just like, listen... If She's you see banned. 15 dudes walking into a room, <laughs> and it smells like dick cheese. Oh. You just got Jenny jizzed. You got Jenny jizzed, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there they are, stroking. She's slobbing and dobbing. Her husband's sitting there filming it like, yeah, come on. He's like the corny like cheerleader of it all. Yeah, like the handy cam like, yeah, come on, guy. Get that dick hard. And That's I'm, not going to help me get my dick hard. My dick is never going to get harder with a dude holding a handy cam looking at me saying, get that dick hard. You ever, you ever got a church boner? <laughs> yeah, oh, God. God, church no, the, boners are the worst. No, the worst was, the worst was fucking uh, like school, the bell rings, and you're like, I'm just going to stay here for a minute, <laughs> wait till everybody leaves. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's been times, I'm, in, I'm sick, motherfucker. I've been in classrooms and just like, oh, my God. Yeah. She's so hot. Yeah. I, would, this is, I know this sounds very perv. But I would sit in certain places knowing that a certain girl would sit across from me. So I yeah. could take, we, we called it the PS. Yeah, well, I know the little panty shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And back in my days, boy, but I graduated in 99. So like 96 through 99, boy, ooh, them, them fucking, they were wearing them uh, little stockings. They were watching that Alicia Silverstone fucking Aerosmith music Shut the video. Fuck up. The, the <laughs> Shut movie Clueless. The fuck up. Ooh, I love that movie Clueless. All them little hot little fucking. Why you ever notice too, man? Like in, in high school movies, everybody's like thirty. 
(laughs) like like when I was in it's like war movies too if you ever notice war movies Saving Private Ryan it's a bunch of 30 year olds storming Normandy motherfuckers a bunch of 19 year olds skinny ass like you watch war movies and I'm like where's the 19 year old kid that's like I ain't never left Alabama before running around like Adam you know yeah it's fucking crazy so back to the fucking Jenny Jizz blow bang blow bang uh they're fucking busting and what was weird is not that that some of them would bust and then would leave because I I kind of like expected that, but what was more weirder was when they had busted and they were hanging out still. Yeah, I'm like now yeah. you're just watching dudes fucking fucking <laughs> dongs and shit. You know, like what the, the fuck's going on? The here? best is that the next time they do this, we need to have like a, a coat and hat check set up at front. So after they bust, we're like your coats, huh? Yeah, it's like thank you. I mean, I you know what we should have did is we, I should have been like, hey, there's a penis washing station because she. I think she puts that in the in the ad, like, yeah. please bring neatly groomed genitals. Yeah. You know, if you think you're going to get your dick sucked, you're going to at least, you know, splash some water on her or something. She should have had, like, a, well, you know, like one of those old Jamaican dudes in the a nightclub <laughs> with the fucking brute cologne and the mints. <laughs> Hitting them up with some jupe and a black and mild, yo. <laughs> he's, like, selling cigarettes to you, and he's sitting next to the shitter. <laughs> yeah. Had, I, I've always wanted to have some old uh, black lady, like, hanging out, like, some... Some lady in the bathroom at a party here, and she's just starting to sell black and milds and fucking mints and, and fucking cool water cologne and trying to hustle you. You ever feel bad when you don't tip them and they try to, like, motherfucker, I can wash my goddamn hands myself. Yeah, like, 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 you're just, you're basically just, blo- you're blocking my access to soap and to fucking uh, paper towels. It's fucking extortion. It's super extortion. Here's what you do. If, if they block it and they won't let you get it after you wash your hands, you wipe on their vest. You're like, thank uh-huh. you. No, I feel I, bad, I, man, because I I'm like... I definitely tipped them before. I always tip them. Here's the thing. If you're not blocking the soap and the water, then I'm. you, you should be tipped for all the goods that you buy. But... You can't block the soap and fucking water after somebody piss and it think you're doing a, them a service. It took me a while. I had to get like stone cold like fuck it. I ain't no. Nah, the worst is the worst I is when look you come at out of the ha- and I take the paper towel and just drop it like mm-hmm. nah, I don't need your shit. When you come out of the handicap stall and you're like, sorry, buddy, they got everything in there. I never needed you. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, man. There's, there's. Uh, there were some kids waiting in the car. The blow bang. You know it. <laughs> just you know. sitting there adju- and adjusting the radio. Going home yet? I'm hungry. Yeah. Just sit in here and hang out. I gotta go. But Daddy's gotta go meet his friend Bobby. And then yeah. And then the worst, the worst of any kind of situation where your father took you to some random place and was like, "Hold on," when he is is when he got back in the car and you'd be like, "Hey," he'd be like. Looking at you all distraught, you're like, did you just kill a motherfucker? Like, yeah. And now we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, man. Good times. Yeah, blow bangs. If you, okay, so Mike Busey, you're the kind of person that when you go to somebody else's event, I don't mean to say this in a bad way, but you're very critical of, of what needed to be done to be better. Yeah. Improve the blow bang. Uh, definitely uh, a genital washing station genital upon arrival. Station upon arrival. A sign up list. So yeah. we, I want the emails, the phone numbers. I want yeah. uh, photos. Oh, we're data mining this shit. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're turning over all these num- these IDs to the FBI. Yeah, yeah. So you got blow wash. What about like performance wise for the actual blow bang? What What well, did you see that they needed? After, more after of, a while, like fog? I, I came up with the idea. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, Jenny Jizz, you've been sucking all these random dudes' dicks. Why don't you suck dicks for a good cause and come to my Veterans Day party and blow all these veterans? She's like, "Oh my god, that's a great idea," and that's that's uh, how I started throwing the most infamous Veterans Day party by putting 
a woman who was giving beautiful fellatio actually uh right before yeah right before covid um post malone's one of his i won't say whatever's was having a birthday and we just happened to be in vegas at the same time and so did Jenny Jizz. It was like AVAs, right? AVNs. AVNs, AVNs. Yeah, the, the adult porn awards. Yeah. And we're in a nice hotel. And he's like, yo, can my girl come? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, she's bringing her girls too. And I got a bunch of members. I'm like, yo, I'm inviting all the members to my hotel room. Like, I literally passed passed up T-Pain, invited me uh, to his uh is like he had like a little party going on, and I, I can't bring all these random dudes. And I had a bunch of sexy ladies. And I, I just kept it real. I was like, I, I hung out with the fans, the, the, my followers, and passed up whatever. God knows what could happen. Because Midget Mac and Hot Rod and all them went their homies with T Pain. And um, anyways, uh, later tonight, the members went and got got dressed or whatever. And then uh, my homie is his birthday and his girl, and then she's very classy, beautiful woman. And so are all her other beautiful, classy uh, friends. And uh, we're all drinking. We're chilling. And later on, Midget Mac comes back all, ooh, 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 all liquored up and shit. And Jenny is there. And her friends come in. <laughs> and there's this little partition that separates, like, it's a suite. So you, like, you have, like, a living room. And then you have, like, the bedroom. But you can walk, like, around it very easily. And I'm pouring shots, like, happy birthday, brother. Da, 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 da. You know? And I hear someone go, oh, my God, what the, oh, my, oh, my God. And my boy's like, yo, what's up, what's up, you having a good time? She's like, honey, is, is that midget getting his dick sucked? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, 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 I don't think so. Nah, that's CGI. I peeped around the corner. I said, oh, yeah, that midget's definitely got his dick sucked. <laughs> there Jenny just was blowing midget Mac in the fucking hotel room in front of all these very classy people. And I was, and then. I was kind of like, okay, do I just like? Act That's like once no again, like deal? we talked about, where you get in that situation, like, just, just, just everybody shut the fuck up. Like, oh yeah. I was like, all right, nothing to see over here. Oh yeah, we're just having a good time. You gotta just be like, you've never seen a midget get his dick sucked. Yeah. Obviously, you don't live. Yeah. So, you. The moral story is, Jenny Jizz will either make a situation really awesome, or she'll definitely make it really awkward. And if you go to the blow bang. Please wash your balls and dick at the genital washing station. Please have some have some goddamn respect for the for the art. Well, that actually takes us to our first break. But when we come back, I'm sure we'll have so much more stories we'll never stories actually that never actually finish about people you don't actually know, but they're still entertaining as fuck. Thank you. And thanks you guys for uh listening. Uh we do appreciate it and thank you for the members who get to watch this. Like I said, new and improved. Steven's been working hard. Our engineer, he's been fucking wiring shit, doing stuff. We've been making some new improvements. So as this uh, train wreck continues, we hope to get better and better, and, and hopefully your experience is more desirable. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBeasy.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, 
But if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago, so, but I'm, I'm happy we're here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. 
They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. That was a long break. It, but it not was for, for them. Not for, for them. For us, it was, it was really long. <laughs> How long was that break for? Uh, I mean, it was probably like 20, 30 minutes, man. Longer than that, man. It might have been 45. It was a long one, man. While, during the break, I, uh, I bought a, another pirate ship. <laughs> From some lady on Craigslist, I sound like a crackhead. Well, you guys don't know is it's like three o'clock in the morning right now, and and we're sitting here. So, like, let me just say something. Facebook Marketplace. Sorry, I hear, and I'm go. Are you calling somebody? He's like, yeah, and I'm like, who are you calling? And he hands me the phone and shows me another fucking pirate ship because we just bought a pirate ship last week. Let me tell you this about the pirate ship we bought last week. Images may appear larger. Online than they do in person. Sometimes you see some shit online and it looks dope, and then it pulls up to your house and you're like, "Well, that's not what I." Me and Mike, me and Mike were talking about how like, okay, so let me tell you about this pirate ship real quick. The the, the first one, not the one we just bought. Me and Mike were talking <laughs> which about pirate. Yeah, ship? which pirate ship? 
We were talking about this pirate ship that, that, that a member showed him, and he was like, oh, shit, they just sent him some stuff, and he's like, we're buying it. And so we worked out the deal at night, and then the next morning we sent Rowdy Ravi over there to pick it up. And me and Mike are having conversations about this pirate ship, about like, yeah, we could put a stripper pole here in the middle, and then maybe, you know, and there's this one part of the oh, pirate yeah. ship that we're like, we won't stand on that part, because that looks a little iffy. Rowdy Ravi pulls up, and this pirate ship's built on, like, a John boat. <laughs> and like... It's 12 feet at the longest. And, and Rowdy says the whole time he was driving. It was like a parade float. Yeah, pieces of the fucking pirate ship were flying on the road. That's the part. <laughs> hey, listen, I wasn't bummed about the size. I was bummed that, like, as he drove it here uh, an hour away, that it was, like, shrapnel. <laughs> pirate ship shrapnel. <laughs> he said he was driving down the highway. People were honking, yelling, yo, yo. And he's like, yeah, I know. I got a fucking pirate ship. I know. <laughs> So Rowdy Rowdy's getting all pissed and shit, and he just keeps driving, and then, and then he stops, I guess, to kind of check the integrity of it, and yeah, like, <laughs> pieces, pieces of it's flying back. You imagine they're honking, hey, buddy, yeah, I get it, I got a fucking pirate ship, chill out, and they're like, it's flying at my car! <laughs> <laughs> Some fuck, hey, honey, some asshole fucking pirate ship fucking cracked the windshield it was fucking flying back on the highway hey we were coming back from a concert in tampa one time me and my buddies and we had a trailer and uh in the back of the trailer we had just thrown you know when you're coming back from something and you're like throw the shit wherever it's like when you're getting on camping you're like fuck it yeah it's exactly like that and uh we had a bunch just of just pack it in let's go we were tailgating and we had two big ass umbrellas that uh caught wind and flew at cars like like fucking missiles. And we're cruising. We're fucking listening to music. Oh, and this car's like honking right at us, honking. I'm like, this fucking asshole. And then I'm like, I got to get gas anyway. And I'm like, turn it off. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker wants to follow us. So I'm telling my boys, I'm like, yeah, this fucker's trying to follow us to this. G-. He's honking. And I was like, oh, where the fuck this dude up? Where the fuck this dude up? We pull up to the gas station. I'm like, these fuckers got his like family with him too. Who does he think he is? And we get out the car all ready to bust his ass. He hops out. He's like... Your fucking umbrella flew at my car like a missile. He's like, it hit that van. I was like, what? And I look, all our umbrellas are missing from the back of this trailer. They've been flying out like javelins at cars. He's not even angry at us. He's just disgusted that he's been trying to tell us for like two miles. And we've been like, go fuck yourself, buddy. I've had to have him where I was trying to tell a girl something. Like she had like a cup on her car or she left her gas lid open. She's like, ah, fuck off. You're like, yo, hey, yo, chick, you're caught. Da, da, da. Yeah, I had a guy run up to close my gas oh lid. Oh, my God. And, and fucking, I almost floored it on a red light. I'm sitting there at the red light. This dude comes running up to the car. I was like, fuck this. I was just going to floor it. I thought he was about to carjack me. He's like, your gas lid, pal. You just reminded me of something. Um, there was a time that I, I uh, bought a, uh, oh, man. It was some old, big, bulky, like, pinball machine. And then it looked cooler online, obviously. And then you get there, and you're like, oh, fuck. We're still jazzed about it. Oh, that's it was like some Plinko type of thing that came from some casino boat that some guy had his house. We drove it, like, 2 in the morning. He's like, well, you can come get it now, but it's going to be late. I was like, no, that's okay. It's perfect. So I borrowed my buddy's truck, same truck I shuttled all those people out from the drunk Halloween. people in Costa, the, the Ford Ranger pickup. With no cab? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I got a trampoline off somebody, and I didn't want to take it apart. I'm going to say I this, I zipped though. it down. I had the Ford Ranger for a little bit. I, I had one. Uh, 
it can get anything done. It's just really scary when you try to do things with it that it shouldn't do. Especially getting like this pinball plinko game yeah. at like two or three in the morning, and uh, we didn't have ratchet straps at the time. So we're like, oh, whatever, put it in the back of the truck. truck kind of big, it. bulky. We're like, all right, whatever. And uh, we may have, may or might have hit something on the road. Uh, I-4, to be precise, which is the busiest like highway in central Florida. It goes from Tampa, Orlando, Daytona. And, um, yeah, uh, I was like, yo, we are not stopping. We slowed down and looked. And, like, one of those movies in The Terminator, you look in the rearview mirror, <laughs> and you see, like, car blow up and just sh- <laughs> shit go everywhere. This old wooden giant, like, pinball machine just imploded <laughs> all over i4 and we did not stop <laughs> just keep driving we slow we did slow down but we're like <sighs> <laughs> and we weren't even because it was like kind of chill that night it wasn't having any cars it was kind of dead and uh hopefully no one died uh ran it over and died or something hopefully not i was running i left a fucking uh a couch on a train track one time <laughs> as a kid uh, I won't tell you where that happened in case anyone tracks that back. Yeah, just search train track uh, derailings in like 1985. That was later. It was like, mid- well, never mind. It doesn't matter. I used to drive. It doesn't matter the details. I used to drive a linen truck where I delivered linens <laughs> and stuff to uh, to like restaurants and things. And uh, it didn't have any radio in it. So you'd put like your, your, your headphones in oh, and God. listen. So I'm sitting there listening. I remember I was listening to Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I don't, I don't listen to this enough." And I'm like, "I turned into a bird." And I'm looking in my rearview mirror, and I'm watching all the shit fly. I never put the truck back up, <laughs> and I've been cruising, and cars are just like, <laughs> and it's linen bags, uh, those dispensers for like uh, soap and shit. They're just all flying out of my truck. Oh man, yeah. You, uh, also remind me of a story. When I was really young, uh, we'd go on like trips with family mm-hmm. and stuff, and for some reason, I would always be in the very, very back seat, like where the dog goes, yeah. you know, yeah. like you know, fucking. I was sitting in the back, and I, I remember having like some pen and paper, and I don't know why I thought it was funny because I wasn't filming anything at the time. I want to say I was like ten years old, and I wrote, "There's a bomb in the car. Help." On this fucking piece of paper, and I was showing cars as they drove by. And thank God, I would I would assume cell phones weren't uh, everywhere at the time, or someone probably would have definitely. Uh, it was the eighties, the so they would have. They were just looking at you like this little asshole kid. His parents got a bomb in the car, and he's making a big deal about it. <laughs> you know? One time, I remember in Texas, uh, I was at a hot ass babysitter's house. Or at least she was hot in my mind. Oh, I've got a couple babysitters that I thought were probably smoking, and they probably weren't. Yeah. First of all, you don't know their age. I bet you think they were like 25, and they were like 12. Yeah, that's know? weird. When, when uh, Back in our days, if you were like, let's say you're 10 years old, and let's say like a 16-year-old girl is like watching you. Yeah. In your mind, she's like 25. Yeah. But in reality, she's probably like 16 or something, you know? Well, I was I was staying. I don't. I, I know it's my a reverse mom. Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> you age him up. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. I know my mom was like friends with the lady and was like her daughter or something. And I remember, uh, like, like look this. And I remember. I don't know if I saw a movie or something, and I saw someone hitchhike for the first time. I was like, oh my god, that is the coolest thing ever. Hitchhiking seemed dope. Bro. You just like put your thumb out, and someone pulls over and takes you wherever. Yeah. So. 
I was like, I think I got like in an argument with the the babysitter. She wanted me to go to bed or something. I'm like, no, because I remember being at night, and uh, I lived in uh, near Dallas, Dallas Fort Worth, North Richmond Hills area, and I walked to the end of the driveway and I stuck my thumb out, and uh, a dude stopped, and I was like, oh fuck. Like, I remember being like, Oops. This is like walking into the blow bag. You're like, what am I doing? Yeah, except I was the, the I was Jimmy Jizz. Yeah. <laughs> my precious little 10-year-old mouth. And this dude stops like, hey, you need a ride? And I was just like, ooh. No, I and I not. chickened out. I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's like when someone pulled, when you're pulled over the side of the road and you're like too embarrassed about something and you need help, you're like, no, nah, I'm good. I said I'm good. <laughs> One time, me and my boy Willie, we used to always uh, see, oh, these, Willie. Oh, Willie, see these slow-moving trains that went by the... Um, like the what do they call them? You know what I'm talking about the, the railroad trains that are going slow enough that you could catch as a kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you 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 run up to them and you could catch them. So we would sometimes run up to them as fast as we could and and try to hop on. And every now and then you'd hop and you roll for a little bit and then you you'd feel if it was picking up like momentum and you'd just jump off. You know. Yeah. But one time we went running. I remember this. We went running up, and it had one of those open box cars, and we're like, all right, let's catch it. This will be fun. Bunch of hobos in there doing dude, math. Two dudes came up. They're like, come on, sticking their oh, hands out. Oh, shit. We got, I literally, Bring that Puerto Rican little precious little mouth, boy. I, I got, got a p- hot cot for you, boy. I got so scared. I just stopped moving and tumbled because of my legs, and Willie was way tougher than me. He was like, no, fuck that, and he stopped. But I literally, we were running up to it, and all of a sudden, they were like, come on, boys, hop in. And I was like, Boys are so masculine, but back in the 80s and 90s, the one thing that a, a heterosexual boy was scared of was a, a dude fucking him. That was like the the boogeyman didn't have shit. Hell we no. weren't scared of the IRS. Yeah. We weren't scared of the police. We were scared of Because nobody knew what the fuck the boogeyman fondled. actually did to you. People were like, yo, watch out for the boogeyman. What does he do? But everybody knew what the diddler did. Dude, uh, <laughs> and then one, you had to walk back in school and feel bad. I lived in Sky Lake South right off uh, Orange Blossom Trail, like uh, south of uh, the Florida Mall, right here in Orlando, Florida, yeah. when I first came to Florida. And I remember I was doing some bad shit, you know, some hood, hood rat shit with my friends when I was supposed to be in when the street lights were on, you know. And I remember yelling at these, like, older chicks. They were probably, like, 16. I was probably, like, 14 or something like that. I was like, hey, y'all sexy. And they were, like, a football field away. And they came running back like they were going to fight us. And I remember being, like, totally scared. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And they probably, who knows, they were probably, like, some bad girls that would have, like, done some <laughs> some naughty things and and we got scared we're like yeah i got there were so many times i i got punked because i forgot that i wasn't as badass as i wanted to be and i remember one time i walked past this store we came to visit uh, my aunt in florida in like fort lauderdale and i walked past this store and there was this fine ass like 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 what do they call it cashier Young, young girl. She's probably like 20 or 16 or I don't know. Like, I don't know the range, but young and fine. And I was like fucking 14 years old. Oh, it's and I, and I told fucking her, story. And I told her, I was like, I, I smiled at her and winked at her. And she had a boyfriend there. And she was like, don't piss him off. And her boyfriend was being so cool. He's like, why don't you get out of here, buddy? And I was like, hey, man. I was like, why don't you suck my... T-? And that motherfucker grabbed me <laughs> so quick. And he was like, why don't you get out of here? And I was like... I'll go. <laughs> there was this uh, hot chick, hot black chick that worked at Skate Reflections yeah. in Kissimmee, Florida. And Skate Reflections was the fucking shit. Back in the days, 
before these motherfuckers were sitting home with their fucking fingers up their ass playing fucking goddamn video games all day. You went out and did shit, and the 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 fucking skate skating uh, rink was like your first little taste of that nightlife, you know. So it was the first club. They had right? lock. They had like the lock-ins. lock-ins. I used to go to the lock-ins. Yeah, and I, I went to I went to a bunch. There was one I went to, and I remember I ate a bunch of biscotti dinner. You ate what? Exactly. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and I remember not jar. feeling so good, and, and the skate 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 reflection still there. Um, filmed Jackass two there. We did the whole Anaconda ball pit stuff there. That was in Skate Reflections. Yeah, Anaconda ball pit is a rough ass sketch. Yeah, and uh, I remember uh, they had the referee, and they 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 had numbers. All, like I think there was like six, one through six on the floor, spread out equally, and uh, the disco ball and the lights and then, like the fucking DJ booth. There was like a dance floor and a concession stand, arcades and all that shit, and uh, the little lockers. Like that was uh, your rite of passage, like your first little taste of the nightlife, going to a lock-in at a, at a skating rink. And uh, one time I ate some biscotti dinner. Mom <laughs> dropped me off. And I was always one of those like, "Yo, mom, drop me off around the block. Yeah, I'm gonna walk the rest. I don't don't fucking bring." She had a four. Uh, no, she had a uh, a Nissan Datsun. Like, Ooh, sexy hatchback. Yeah, cream, ugly as like the Z. Fuck, yeah. ugly. I would beg her, beg her, please do not fucking drop me off at the front. Don't you feel bad sometimes now when you just yes, the things yeah. your parents had? I swear to God, I was going to talk about it. I swear to God, I was going to be like, man, but now I feel like an asshole. But back then, it was like, no, but now you're like, no, I love you. Thank you, I Mom, love you. you. Yeah, you had a car. It's the best car you could get, and you took me everywhere. But back then, I'm like, oh, my God. All my poor-ass friends who are also don't have shit are going to see me. Dude, I remember riding around in that thing on a, on a Christmas Eve with my sister and my dad had just had a fucking meltdown or something. They were fighting about some shit. Kicked my mom out of the house uh, on Christmas Eve, and I remember I just I remember just like being like one of my driving, like motivating factors was um, like looking in the back seat and seeing like a trash trash bags full of her clothes, and be like, damn, my dad kicked my mom out. What the fuck? And me and my sister, and there was this one time I remember like us driving around and not knowing where we were going to stay that night and and it being like i remember there being like christmas music on the radio it's so weird when but you don't like, know how bad right, it is right i was about to say you, you're a kid i remember feeling like complete shit because i had gotten i think i got arrested for like shoplifting or something and uh, the family court was like and this is like the third time i've been arrested in like a year as a kid so the family court was like listen like you know, we want him to take these like little classes that were supposed to help bad kids be good. And my mom would have to wake up on Saturday at like six thirty in the morning, drive me all the way to Monk's Corner from like North Charleston area. Hell yeah! So it's like a forty-five minute drive. And the first, the first class we were going to, we had to leave at like six thirty in the morning. And she hit a deer, and it just fucked up the front end of the car. And I remember my mom crying and being frustrated, and me realizing we're only here. Because I wanted to steal some shit from a store. You know, we're only, right now, there's fucking thousands of dollars worth of damage to our only car. And my mom is breaking down and fucking crying because I wanted to steal feel like some shit. bullshit from a store. It makes you feel horrible. To this day, uh, every t- anything that my mom needs with her car, 
reminds me of like I like literally like there's times when I'm like fuck and you know she's like hey the car's not you know my mom's got a good car now finally you know, we're, we're better in life but um there'll be times now where she's like hey the car you know I, my mom's always if something's weird sounding with the car or something she's like can you come check it out and I'm always like no matter what the situation is I'm like remember how you fucking were responsible for her wrecking her car go you yeah. know that's always in the back of my head go go take care of that go fix that so I felt like shit. We, we only, we only look like scumbags, but we have a big heart. And, and if you've been listening to this, I've probably got an enlarged heart, but that's due to fucking cardiac problems. So back to the skate <laughs> reflections, uh, skating rink. I put some fucking spaghetti. Spaghetti. God, I was hoping you'd I say it again. Fucking lock in. I hope that that spaghetti comes back for some reason. Other oh, it than comes just back. My, my enjoyment. Oh, it comes back. So I'm there maybe an hour. Mom's probably already headed back home. A good, like 30 minutes away. You know, like, she's supposed to come pick me up at, like, 6, 7 a.m. Yeah. or some shit. I'm like, oh, shit, there's got some cutie batooties over mm-hmm. here. They got the slow jams. They got the shuffle skate, that JJ Fad shit. Everybody get on the dance floor. It's a couple skate. They got fucking some weird motherfuckers. God knows what they do in real life. Uh, riding around fucking with ref shirts. <laughs> They got this dice game. They roll the dice, and then it's like four square or uh, what four else corners. Did, what did that motherfucker, what did the skating ref do when he wasn't working that yeah. Saturday night skating? But it was this hot-ass black chick that worked at the front, yeah. at the counter. This is why I even brought the story up, because she was like a good five years older than me or something. Ooh, lady. She had some big old titties. Big old things. Big old black big titties. Big old black things. Mm. mm. And I was like, ooh, damn, okay. And uh, I remember I, you know, felt fucking like, damn. And uh, this is back when you could, you you weren't fucking getting their cell phone number. You weren't texting them. You weren't adding them Mm-mm. on fucking Instagram. You get that phone, number phone number that other people could pick up. You got to learn to talk to their parents because mm-hmm. if they pick up, you start sweating. You're like, hello, mister. Uh, this is my, can I talk to da 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 and uh, and you get hit with the no sometimes. Just yeah. hang up. Oh, the, yeah. The parents that punk the shit mm-hmm. at you, like, what you calling my daughter for, boy? Yeah, I'm sorry, I just I want to disguise. That's the scariest thing. That's yeah. a part of rite of passage as a man talking to another, a young boy talking to a, a grown ass man's. Uh, yeah, uh, talking to a and, father. And no matter a, who a that grown ass man was, he was he he punked you the way he wished he could punk the man. Like he took out whatever on you yeah. that the man did to him. Yep. And it was weird when you didn't have that situation. You're like, oh, fuck. This is like some crazy single mom. Yeah. She's fucking partying with her daughter. Like, whoa, what the fuck? Anyways, so this hot-ass chick, uh, this hot hot black chick, she was the one that did, like, the. she handed you your skates and stuff and had, like, this big, like, carpeted, like, counter. And I, I remember her, like, smiling at me. And she, like, waved at me. I was like, what the fuck? And I swear to God, every now and then this would happen. Because I was, you know, I've been ugly my whole life. Yeah. But it was probably phases that I was like kind of adorable, you know, kind of like oh look it's at this my little. thing, man. Depending on the style of the day, I might have made it a little better than than other days. Yeah. So, um, she walks over to me. She skates and does it like this smooth little, like you know. Oh, like, the people who work at the skating rink. Oh, they, they, could, do some slick they shit. could do some shit, man. You're like how the fuck? Yeah. Because like especially the dudes, like that's how they're oh. getting pussy. Like you want to see me backward shuffle skate, bitch? Come. Get it. How about when they would skate up to you and just like turn? Yeah, and that's talk what she did. You, and they would just be like shark circling you without moving. Yeah, yeah, that's what she did. And I was like hypnotized. Yeah. And she comes over and she goes, and I don't remember what she said to be honest, but all I was like, oh, 
And I probably had a little fucking little boner at the time. Instant boner. Instant skinny boner. And she hands me this piece of paper. And it says, call me. And she had kissed it with her lips. Oh, shit. And and it probably wasn't. But at the time, it smelled so good. (laughs) I I probably smelt it a thousand times. And I was so fucking jazz yeah. i was like man this is why we go to fucking skate <laughs> this is why lock-ins. we do this <laughs> this is why we do this and let me let me remind you my sister's not with me right i'm by myself you're not even with your homeboys nobody i wasn't squatted up and i was i want to feel like i was like the younger kids that were allowed to go to this yeah. type of thing i think like my dad was god knows doing yeah. what and my mom was like sure i'll let your girl yeah. fuck oh it looks legit like there's no flyer. There's or nothing. Like, you just tell them, drop me off at this skating ring. I'm telling you, it's locking. It makes you wonder how people got news back then. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. There, was, there wasn't a fucking website for this to yeah. sign up and buy a ticket or something? Like, weird. But anyways, she gave his number. She's like, I got to go back to work, but call me uh, and don't leave without, without saying goodbye. And I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> shit. Oh, I ain't even going to leave, girl. And uh, I was fucking jazzed. Yeah. And I remember my mom, she probably stole the money from my dad or did god knows what she gave me five dollars and five dollars back in the day that was like that's, damn that's I'm a slice good. of pizza a soda and some video games exactly what i did yeah except the video games yeah. i got i got a little coca-cola yep okay a little crushed ice a little a little sonic ice a little, little cube powdery uh, yeah fire and i got a coke and a, and a, a, a pizza yeah i ate it 30 minutes later i was like what the fuck <laughs> that's right you had the biscuitties I was like, oh, I started getting them bubbly guts. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, all right. But I'm, I'm, I'm running on adrenaline. Okay, this hot chick done gave me her number. Yeah. She's way older than me. I'm like, whoa. And I'm scared. Like, I'm scared. Like, yo, I have to call her now. Fuck. I'm, like, panicking in my mind. I'm like, all right, what phone do I use? Like, I got to call when my parents aren't home, man. I don't want to. They're going to fucking cock block yeah. me and stuff. Like, and it wasn't co- called cock blocking back then. You don't just, this it was is called a, parenting. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> damn it, I got to hide this from them. Yeah. And I was so fucking jazzed. And I was like basically like kind of watching her from a distance. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in hard. I'm like skating. And she's like, ding, 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 ding. I'm fucking trying to shuffle skate like the referee dude. Yeah. I'm rolling around. I'm fucking sweating and shit. I'm getting fucking blisters on my, my fucking feet because I didn't wear the big old wooly socks, yeah. like four of them like I'm supposed to. I'm in these shitty brown fucking roller skates that smell like shark shit. And uh, I look down. All of a sudden, like my leg is dripping. <laughs> I had shit myself. <laughs> I fucking shit myself, and I remember I taking dragging my right foot, the little stopper, <laughs> and I wheeled over, and I'll never forget this. It was spot three on the floor because I watched them. I couldn't play the little game where they roll the dice and play the song. When the song stops, you go to the number, and if the ref rolls that number, you're out. And then the winner like wins a fucking like I don't know like a fucking couple tokens and some fucking shitty video game. And I had fucking sh- like diarrhea <laughs> down my fucking pants, and I had these tearaway pants with the little buttons on yeah. it. Yeah, 
They were black Nike. Oh, thank God! At least though, they're like they're like they were warm thick. up pants. Though. Yeah, yeah, so you couldn't see. Yeah, but you could it, but smell it. Didn't it matter being being a young kid. This one fucked you up. There, I can't go shower. Yeah, ain't no waffle. You're stomping. stuck in here because it's a lot. I got shit in, inside my skate boot. <laughs> <laughs> like shit's bad. Shit just went from. Awesome! Like I, just, I had butterflies in my stomach. Like me and this girl get married. Bro, you had to shit. I'm gonna have to go steal some of my dad's porn and start figuring out how I'm gonna ha- try to do something with her. Like, oh man, you know, fuck! I gotta figure this shit out. I'm like kissing the mirror and shit. Like trying to fucking strategize. Like in my mind, like what's gonna happen? Like you know, if we're gonna get married and stuff. You know, you know, you jump to conclusions when you're young. Real quick, man. You're like, yo, she gave me your phone number. I don't even know how to do sex, and we're gonna fuck. Yeah, you don't even know. Yeah, I do. I remember one time I was down. Wait, wait, on you, my I, knees. I gotta know that. What happened at the end of this? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It gets worse. Tell me, please. Tell me, please. I'm fucking sitting in this corner, <laughs> and if you, to this day, you can go to Skate Reflections, and right where the lockers are, <laughs> it's an open floor. If you face straight ahead, straight on the other side, there's like a narrow, like kind of like little channel, like a hallway. It's like the back of the building, and there's nothing there. It's just like a little carpeted wall. That I don't know if it's carpeted now, but you could the little entry. You can k- kind of get off and get up. And there was that back little corner where the older kids used to go and get little, little fucking little, little freaking dinky, little finger finger bang. I I don't know, but I do know that's where the grown folks would go. You know, they were like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and. You know, they had already had their little fucking scallywag in there. And it was the dark corner. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to go over this little corner. I'll be safe. And I got shit. I can feel it. It's soaking wet. I can smell it. I'm embarrassed. I want nothing to do with none of these motherfucking <laughs> people. All of a sudden, my stomach is boiling. I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? And I don't know what food poison is or anything. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. I can't just flip out a cell phone. This is the fucking goddamn 90s and shit, the early 90s. I can't call my mom like, yo, mom, I shit myself. <laughs> and then I could go past a hot black chick at the front. <laughs> Who wants I got her number goodbye? in my pocket. And I have that piece of paper. With her number? Number in my pocket. And somehow, I, in the middle of this whole distraughtness, I pulled it out again to look at it. And it was wet. It was covered in shit? Covered in and fucking shit. Did it have her number on it? Could you see it still? Yeah, you still Thank see God. it. You still see it. It was in blue pen, by the way. Pink lipstick, blue pen. Brown shit. I might still have it. <laughs> you know, I'd be hoarding my memories and shit like that. What, how, what did you? But if, hold wait, on, hold on, hold on, if you still on, it have gets, it, though, it if you still have it, you didn't clean it. No, because you can't clean not. a piece of paper. You just let it dry with shit yes, on it. <laughs> exactly. It's like staying like a coffee. <laughs> or like, I wrote love letters to chicks and rubbed coffee grains to like stain it, and I burnt the edges like a pirate map Are and you shit. Serious? So I've done some romantic ass shit when I was a kid. Boy, I, I took like some popsicle sticks and wrote "I love you" and shit on this thing, and this girl in the foster home and stuff. Uh, hold, never mind. Anyways, hold on a story. Let me finish this fucking first story. What are you about to shit yourself at the skating? So here I am thinking, okay, I crawled up in a little foxhole area. It's dark. It's a little shady place. The worst thing about shitting yourself though is the longer you wait, the more you stink. Yeah, like you stink. Oh no, I already smelt myself. I, I, I could feel like my pocket of my little fucking. <laughs> Were you gonna hide out the whole fucking the whole so there's, a, there's a little, there's a little like step. It looks like probably where they have like, like what I would think now would be like a storage room or something. Yeah, it's in this back left corner. So if you go there, and there's mirrors along the wall and like in this back little corner. And 
I'd say I was there maybe five minutes, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm starting to panic. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got a long time to six a.m. It's yeah. like one a.m. I'm like, yo, there's no way I can hide out here covered. In I feel shit. like shit. I smell like shit. And I got shit on me. I am fucked. So I'm thinking, how do I get out of here? <laughs> past her, what? Because I didn't. I, honestly, I didn't even. I almost at the time, I feel like I didn't care about anyone her. else. It was her. And you like, gotta return these shoes. That's a goddamn oh yeah. problem. Oh yeah. And they oh got yeah. shit inside of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> but wait, there's more. About five minutes into me hiding over here in this corner, here comes like two couples. Gonna go make out? One was this really tall Spanish kid. And I remember seeing him earlier because he had like he had like uh one of those fucking uh like one of those crazy like MC Hammer like baggy pants. Yeah, yeah, the right. Fuck, yeah, and parachute pants. Parachute pants. Yes, and you know why I remember that distinctively? Because you wanted them so you could switch out and cover your shit. Oh, trust me. <laughs> but I got real close to those pants. Here comes this dude with this chick, and they're all like, you could tell they're like, oh, what the fuck's this kid doing here? Like I, I'm basically cock blocking him, and I can't get past him. There's this narrow like walkway to get back onto the. Like, I'd have to go all the way back around the concession stand, past the dance floor, yeah. past the DJ booth. So I would have been more likely got back on the ring and cut across, but I had I had already knew I was, like, there was dripping, a, dripping, dripping diarrhea. <laughs> so this, I can't recall the time or how, how long went by at the time, you know, but all I remember is getting worse and worse, feeling <laughs> nauseous, and here comes this dude. With these baggy MC Hammer pants, comes up and I'm I'm like down on the ground, like curled up, like rocking, like I'm like yeah. having a bad fever. It hit me fast. Yeah. I'm like shaking, and all I remember is this dude coming up trying to like punk me. He was older, yeah, older like a bully kid. He comes over and puts his crotch right in my fucking face and starts like doing some. MC Hammer shiggy <laughs> shiggy fucking you know the dance oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah the typewriter oh, oh, yeah oh. yeah right in my fucking face like his dick probably slapped me in my face through his baggy MC <laughs> Hammer pants and I'm trapped on the ground covered in shit and if you ever uh, try to get up in roller skates it's not very easy looking like a deer on ice okay it's not very easy I'm trapped covered in shit on the ground in this dark corner no one I can't cry for help no nothing I'm, I'm, I'm about it little kid so I'm not gonna like no stop yeah. This motherfucker comes face fucks me basically <laughs> in this fucking corner and out of a fucking movie, just like Stand By Me when Lardass is having that pie eating yeah. contest, I projectile vomit Paschetti <laughs> all over his goddamn crotch. He looks at me like he wanted to hit me. What the fuck? And the girl starts laughing. He runs off more embarrassed than I am. And leaves, and the chick like helps me up. Doesn't even know I'm covered in shit. <laughs> and then like I never saw him again. And all I remember is like one of those goddamn refs coming into the fucking the bathroom, and I was just projectile vomiting in a urinal. And the little where the little cake thing is, you couldn't even see it. It was fucking biscotti noodles. Fucking covered it. And I literally, you know, when you vomit, you always get out of look what the fuck came up. Yeah. And you're like, there's my, there's my dinner. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I, I, I how did uh, you, how did you clean yourself? 
I, I just Did you call your parents? No, uh, someone at the thing called, and like all of a sudden my mom was there, and then I don't really remember did the your rest. Mom, was your mom like, did you shit yourself? I don't, honestly, I, I'd be lying if I said yeah. I, I don't remember that part. I just remember being traumatized by the MC Hammer crotch <laughs> face fuck, and then like, I remember having like the vibe like, I wouldn't do this if I was you. <laughs> And I was like, I got something for this motherfucker. Like, and I watched Fischetti Noodles like bounce off his crotch and fall all over him. I would listen to that story a hundred times just for you to say spaghetti. But True the story. Fucking, the story's amazing. Covered in shit. I never went to a lock-in after that again. Really? Or at least uh, the skating rink. Yeah. I went to a bunch of other like church lock-ins. Did shit. you guys have like a teen club when you were growing up? We had one called Desperados. It was Sunday night. They, they would have a teen night. They had a Fox 35 kids card where if you had like if you got like A's on your report card, yeah. you get like pa- tickets to like Fun and Wheels, which yeah. is like a janky like um, like play place. They had go karts and shit, and they had like a Ferris wheel. And- I always wish the kid the teen club. Had like teen bouncers up front, you know, <laughs> like teen, own teen and operated. Yeah, like a little teen bartender. She's like, "Hey, doll," you know, you're like pouring you your, your Coca Cola. Dude, I just I think that's really why it started the Sausage Castle. It's like a giant slumber party summer camp that never ends. Did you ever call that girl? No, I was scared shitless. I got because I it was like when I yelled at those girls, like, "Yeah, come here, you're sexy." Like I was so scared, and I I remember like just being like. Oh my god! And I don't even know if I saw her. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I think I did. Like a year or so later, she was still working there, and I came up. Yes, I did. Yes, I came back. A call. It was like a year or so later. It wasn't a lock-in. It was like a regular like night there. And, and you I, know she knew because they were like, "God damn, Jeannie, the fucking blonde kid. I think he shit in the storeroom." <laughs> Well, here's what happened. I just remember being completely disappointed because I went up to her like, "Yay, hey, what up? Yeah. And she was like, hi. And I was like, oh, fuck. And here comes one of those goddamn backwards skating refs. Backwards skating refs <laughs> fucking swooping off with her. And then she acted like she didn't even know me. And I was like. She didn't. Yeah, because it's like traumatizing. Yeah, because she's like, oh, he stood me up and then decided to shit all over my workplace. You ever, we've all had those like romantic like dramatized like in our own mind situations with the opposite sex yeah. at a young age Do you know that there's that song by uh, uh gautier that somebody that i used to know where he's like uh, some you know that somebody like that I used used to know. and that's the worst thing when it was like this girl that you had this relationship with or whatever and now she sees you and she's like oh hey that's miguel i i knew him from work you do even work bitch i fucking love <laughs> yeah, you yeah we we used to fuck every night now now, now i'm the guy you knew from work Oh man, it's all. I was first in that butthole. I was first in that butthole. Dude, I did I ever tell the story about me on the beach and I how I kept this rock? It was like this little no. limestone rock I fell on the beach. No, my family would go to this park uh, in Cocoa Beach, Melbourne area called Jetty Park. I love Jetty Park. Yeah, man. they would spend there. Like, did I ever tell the story? I don't know. Um, it was. We we would fucking I'm gonna text Trace right we, now. We would he literally all the episodes. Trace, have we told the story about the Rock and Jetty Park yet? Shout out to Trace Cyrus. Thank you. He's listened to every single episode. It's dope to have fans like that, man. Well, he, he's our, he's like a he's like my he's brother. He's like yeah. one of my best friends. And uh, hearing people's honest opinion of it, and they say they're entertained. And normally, people are very honest about hating and shit. Yeah, we haven't got any negative feedback Mm-mm. from this. Also, Trace, as I until said, until now, someone's gonna be like, shout out to the Nook. 
Yeah, shout out to Nanook. Um, we uh, we would spend two weeks camping, and camping's great. But yeah. fucking two weeks, you're like, All right, are we <laughs> no homeless? Yeah. Did something happen? I don't know. Hey, we, this camping thing, Dad. Are we living on the beach for like a reason right now? Because it's right there on the beach. Yo, as a kid, there were tons of times when you would like question the integrity of your parents' story. They're like, "Hey guys, want to take a car trip for a couple weeks?" No. <laughs> like, I wanna, yeah. I want to go back to my room. Yeah, so uh, two weeks into it, I survived, which, you know, I always had his good times. And late at night, you know, you do the stroll. You go yeah. you go to that, that shady, you're most likely going to get molested if the wrong guy shows up uh, bathhouse shower <laughs> area. And fucking... Uh, There's like a guy at night bringing all the stuff in. Hey there, buddy. This is my house at nighttime, but you're welcome to come by. <laughs> <laughs> You're also like kind of like awkwardly uncomfortable. Yeah. But then you know when you start getting a little older, start you know like fuck it, you know I'm gonna. The night time's the right time. Oh my god, another fucking story, Jetty Park. Art was with me, my buddy inmate Art. We were sleeping in this. We're tent. not gonna get the rock story. No, we're gonna go back okay. to that. Okay. So but back. this might have happened the same fucking time, but it was we went every year. This one particular time, we were sleeping at ten. I want to say it was like one or two a.m., which is like crazy hours when, when you're, you're kid, younger yeah. you're like oh my god you're fucking getting down we're, we're recording this right now at almost 4 a.m yeah <laughs> when we we're kids we'd be like 4 a.m no we've way. traveled in the future once my parents were probably all coked out and drove from dallas <laughs> texas to new orleans and i that was the first time i ever stood up for 24 hours and i saw the sun come up it's like whoa first time i said you know i'm in a fucking gymnasium they were playing basketball on donkeys <laughs> and then they went back to this house and they were cutting deer i don't know if the guy was related to me or not i don't know but I seen some shit. So back to Jetty Park, me and Inmate Art in this fucking tent. It's about one a.m. and I hear some like scruffling. I hear like someone like rummaging through some shit, and I knew my dad. He was passed out, and I think my aunt was with me and my sister. My mom wasn't there, and because uh, I'd always kind of like bounce around all over. You know, like who wants this fucking really <laughs> bad kid for the for the summer? And uh, oh, shitty bitches, <laughs> not me. Uh, <laughs> Me and Arson there, I wake up, Arson, hey, hey, you hear that? And we, like, kind of peep out the little little window of the tent, and there's this motherfucking guy tiptoeing around my dad's boat trying to steal shit. And I'm like, all right, what do we do? What do we do? I was like, all right, when I say go, let's go. And we had no plan because we couldn't talk. We're like, <laughs> when I say go, we're whispering we just like this. I'm like, where are you? When I say go, go. When I say go, he doesn't move. <laughs> awkwardly delay i try to unzip it as fast as i can to get out the tent i go hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to scream and yell the dude runs off my dad's like what the hell and then we i remember walking over to like the night guy at the little like stand the little guard yeah. stand and we told him and he's like yeah we got a bunch of people always out here trying to steal someone's shit it's probably the local bums <laughs> anyways so stay there for two weeks don't know if this is the same time or not my dad had a, a Ford 1979 Ford Bronco, silver, fucked up because one time I painted it with uh, the liquid dish detergent you put in a dishwasher, <laughs> yeah. and I left it on it, and it literally stained the 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 the, the jizz stains <laughs> that I left on the fucking truck, and I heard about that for about ten years. <laughs> it's probably like a four hundred dollar boo boo, but my, my dad fucking boy did he fucking let me hear about that for a while. <laughs> Anyways. My aunt, she was a little more like, hey, well, we should, you know, let's get a hotel. It's our last, our last night here. We're going to go back. 
So they we go to this Holiday Inn on A1A that had like this big pool, had like a bar, and I remember in the very back they had these like kind of condos that you could rent. I was like, oh shit, we're all gonna fucking be balling. Before we get there, we're driving, and I'm kind of like just I, I remember I had an Orlando Magic hat, and it had it was white and it had red fire flames. And I have photos of this fucking this situation, so I I recall this very vividly. <laughs> this is one of the most magical moments of my life. And as we're driving down A one A, I have no clue where this is gonna go. Oh, okay, I'll to be you. Mike's magical moment. No, this is magic right here. I still get butterflies thinking about it. This is the part of me I never hundred percent let die. I'm looking out the window and I see this fucking beautiful cutie patootie about my age. And we just make eye contact. And you can tell she's in some shitty family situation. Yeah, she's living at the beach for a month, too. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> and I'm in the back. Her dad was the one trying to steal your dad's shit. And <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that, actually. Don't make eye contact with the money. <laughs> so we're going back and forth. She, her car's in front, our, yeah. our truck's in front, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, damn, this is kind of cool. Yeah. My fucking dad, like, oh, we got to pull over. We got to get some gas. It's like, I want to say something, but you don't want to tell your dad, like, yo, man. No, we'll get gas You can't say that. You're too young. You're embarrassed to talk about, like, girls at this age still. You're still embarrassed. So pull over, get gas. And I just, like, you know that shitty butterfly feeling? Like, oh, man. It was weird because I, like, made eye contact. We yeah. were, like, smiling. We were, like, I, I might even put my hand to the window and shit on some weird, like, <laughs> Wonder Years, like, romantic encounter type of shit, you know? What would you do if exactly. I sang out of tune? Exactly. So we get back in the, 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 the truck. We drive off another mile or two. We pull in this holiday in. Fucking, I'm like, oh, man go into this uh condo i'm like oh shit two stories there's like a, like a loft up there of course i get to stay up in the loft and everyone else gets the rooms and shit you know like there you're you go, with boy. the dog up in the loft yeah <laughs> i'm sunburnt i'm fucking just like oh man but i'm still like kind of wide awake i'm kind of like man i'm gonna go do one of those little strolls you know see see what's going on because also sometimes you weren't sure what the word was going to be from your parents. You're like, hey, can I walk around? No, stay in. And then you'd be like, you mind if I walk around? They're like, yeah, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, boy. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, I'm walking around a place I've never been before. Yeah, so I go out to the pool. It's like, I'd say, like, maybe, like, 9 o'clock. It was night, and the pool's packed. And I'm just looking around, and then I just sit down on a random, like, uh, chair. I look across the way, and there's the fucking girl that was... Going back and forth down this the This is like National Lampoon's vacation, man. Bro, listen. Holiday I was sh- I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I was like thinking, I was like, I got scared. This is your Christy Brinkley in the court in, in in the Ferrari. I was so scared. I was like, oh my god, there she is. Did you shit yourself? No, thank God. <laughs> Not on this one. I I came a long way, Miguel, from them skating. Goddamn skitties. <laughs> so I walked over to her and I said, Hi. She's like, hi. Did you lay that game? Then you just walked over. You say, I don't remember exactly what happened. I remember being just nervous as fuck. Yeah. And she was kind of nervous. So then it made me less nervous. I remember that was the vibe. And uh, fuck, I, I, I don't know what the fuck. Maybe it was the MC Hammer crotch face fuck I had <laughs> from years before <laughs> that built me up into a man. But I said, hey, 
you ever been on the beach at night? And she's like, no. I was like, let's go. I don't even know this chick. Yeah. We're like. You probably haven't even asked probably names 14, yet. 13 yeah. or 14. We're de- I remember we were the same age. I remember that. Like a year apart or something, whatever. And uh, so she's like, okay. And she's like, I got to go uh, tell my, my mom and dad. Or she had, she had to go do something back in the room. I think she had to like go like sneak out or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the details of it. But uh, I was like, oh, my God. What is the fucking odds of that girl that I made this like instant connection with in traffic? You know, When you're young, man, traffic, that's all you need. Okay. <laughs> You see some girl like that's the one. <laughs> that's the one, baby. So, see you at the wedding. She uh, is at this hotel, and then she's there, and we're both alone. And I come up to her, and she's like, "Yeah, let's go." And we weren't. I weren't. I wasn't a bad kid. Yeah. I mean, I was, but I not like sexually. Yeah. I'd already like gotten my dick sucked in foster homes and did all kinds of ratchet shit, films yeah. and titties, some third base porn star type of shit. You yeah. Know? They never put the penis in the pussy. And I wasn't trying to. When you're young, you don't you want to do that, but you really, like, you're just. It's like a Jared dog chasing cars, man. You, you're just excited you, for the. Yeah, you the, catch the car, you don't know what the fuck to do with it. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got it. Oh, fuck. What do I do now? Shit. So, uh, I think at the time, my family didn't give a fuck. They're like, what? I could have been fucking being doodled by the Boy Scout troop leader <laughs> out by the pool. They wouldn't have given a fuck about So, uh, I, uh, I fucking. Came by like the pool again, and there she was. I was like, "Oh my god, there she is!" And I was like, "Hey, you want to go? Let's go." We don't even know each. I don't even know if we knew each other's name at the time. I grabbed her hand. Ooh! And, and oh, we romance! Walked, ass. We walked like not even like not even hundred feet to the beach. Yeah. And I remember we walked to the left, and we sat down, and we just sat there, and, and, and it's a beautiful night the wind's blowing the the moon's out the stars the fucking whatever it was a perfect situation and i remember just like being just like innocent and young and like having those little butterflies and i just remember the magic of the the coincidence that i saw this girl in traffic and then she happened to be at the same hotel and then we happened to both be able to see each other again and then get away that's all i needed that was more excitement than anything yeah but i remember um I remember I was too scared to kiss her. Did you feel like the vibe was there? Oh, dude, I fucked up, bro. I know it was there. To this day, I regret it. I didn't kiss her. But uh, I picked up right when I went to walk her back. I I picked up uh, this little uh, limestone rock. This and motherfucker. I picked it up and Damn I said, and I said, hey, I'm going to keep this forever. And every time I hold this rock, I'm going to think of you. And I don't remember how she probably was like, oh, my God. I don't know what she said. I don't even I can't remember that part. But to this day, I have that fucking rock. And I know exactly where the fuck it's at. Because, like, I've always been a sentimental person. So that's why I'm asking to go back to something earlier. Do you think it'd be weird to jack off in the urn of your dead stripper <laughs> All girlfriend? the way back to the beginning. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're so sentimental. I just can imagine you just covering your dick in it and just playing Dune, you know? Bro, <laughs> I, remember, I remember bending down and, like, grabbing a rock from a, uh, from a cemetery that, of my grandmother and holding on to that. Like, I'd find certain things. It just stuck out to you? I still have, like, I, 
everyone knows I have my toenails and fingernails in a bag. And we just found out you may have a shit-covered fucking phone number. Yeah, that's no, probably I'll, only that's only seven digits. We can't even we can't even call it anymore. I've got every suspension, every detention, referral, all those. I have all that stuff in a file cabinet. I have like you know the little fucking turkey hand that you trace yeah. your fingers with i was always like because i have small hands mine always looks stupid paper tissue and you make the little yeah. fucking feathers and it's like some horrible fucking jank ass writing but your mom's so proud she puts it on the refrigerator i still have those i still have a lot of fucking shit there was this school i went to in texas and if you were good for like the week the teacher gave you that it was called like the top banana award and I had, like, two of them. Never get the bottom banana. But I was, like, the kid that was, like, really bad. So the teacher would, like, use it as, like, a ploy to, like, get keep leverage, you in check. Yeah. Like, all right, well, you might be winning top banana this week. You've been really good. You stacked all the chairs. And there was really some kid who was good who was like, the fuck? I did everything for that banana. Straight A, straight, straight A Asian kid over there. He moved in. I fucking had beef with his ass because he was new. And I was the top fucking drawler. I was the. You told me it's about this is the yeah. Mario because you went to his house. Yeah. You got that letter from Mario. Mario. Yep. Got the letter from Nintendo saying I was one of the best players in the world. And I fucking he taught me how to do the little thumb trick. The t- the, the, the magic little, thumb. I I fucking was gonna fight. I was gonna beat his ass. Like you could teach me how to take my thumb <laughs> apart now. <laughs> I mean the bus. I saw that fucking bright ass yellow Mario three fucking Nintendo box and his fucking book bag and he was trying to hide it. You like I rolled up on how, him. You teach me how to take my thumb apart now. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no. I was you like, no, you tell me now. Fucking no. warlock. You tell me, <laughs> tell me now. You get your spells. You know, if you're watching, me. if the member of MyVisa.com, uh, you can do the little thumb thing. I'm, do, I'm showing you how you fucking, you take it off your, look like you're thumb, throwing your thumb apart. You yeah. Know? I feel like kids now, they see they're like, yeah, fuck you, they guy. They got the internet. They'll be like, you want to watch a man get his thumb detached? <laughs> Let me log on. That's like, do you remember when we used to put our hands together like this to look and it would look like a pussy? Yeah. Like, dude, there's no kid nowadays that would be intrigued by that. Be like, check it out, buddy. What was the one thing? It's like, here's the church. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. steeple. Here's open all the people. The, yeah, open the something. Here's you the know no one's doing that right now. No, man. Little kids. Like, yo, like, man, what Pokemon you got? Yeah, here's a church right here in Africa that's built out of limestone. That's more interesting than your fucking hand church. Yeah, I've been checked by young kids before. I had uh, when I was in, I think, middle school. I had the they did the whole like, all right, y'all learn to read a little yeah. book it program. Yeah, that give you personal pan the pizzas. Pizza, pizza Hut book it program is the reason I'm obese and well read. There's a girl named Jennifer Self that I had a crush on, and I remember her name. I remember going to Pizza Hut, uh, and I remember uh, she lived in Skylake South neighborhood. I'm in. I'm actually in a. Fi- <laughs> I'm in a fucking Facebook group called I Grew Up in Skylake South. It was this neighborhood. Have you ever told this? Mm-mm. And I had uh, one of the guys here scanning all of my photos from my childhood, this and that. We just made uh, this amazing uh, timeline of my life. And it's like baby photos, like childhood, this and that, blah, blah. It's what anyways, we're missing. started c- c- uh, categorizing everything. What was I talking about? I who uh, something about Skylake South Facebook group. Oh, so I remember stealing this girl's photo because they took a Polaroid of you. If you got like, if you read so many books, you got <laughs> oh a free personal God. pan pizza because she was hot and you thought she was hot. Yeah, so I stole it off the wall, and I remember like it was her birthday, and I had to like, I mowed lawns and shit uh, to get money when I was like eight years old. I was like hustling since day fucking one i was selling like little mcdonald's toys and like from yeah the fucking happy meals to young kids and shit my mom worked at mcdonald's for a while 
which I was like super like excited about. But now you're like, oh yeah. When you get older, like in high school, you're embarrassed to tears. Yeah. When you're in fucking elementary school, middle school, that's the plug. Mom, yeah. I get McDonald's. Fuck you. I get free ice cream cones and play and fucking. I get hey, to go play on the playground. My and shit. old boy's dad was a garbage man, and he would come by in the truck and be like, "Hop on, boys," and then be like, "You're living the fucking dream." <laughs> like and, and meanwhile, five years later, we're all making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. your fucking dad's a garbage and man. Then, and then twenty years later, I'm like, if I would have just been a garbage man, I'd be retiring now with seventy five thousand dollars in pension. <laughs> there was these things. Uh, man, I think they were called jawbreakers, but they were sour, and you bought them at Publix. Remember the candy? Was, yeah, these little like gumballs. And I remember they were like the hot shit in school, and I like bought it with my lawnmower money for this girl named Jennifer Self, and. Like, you know, you get those little paper things you fold up and like the fortune thing. Pick, yeah, pick a number one, <sighs> yeah, two, two, three, four, and it folds out. Yeah, and you like this whole little thing. I still have fucking letters, bro. It's like, will you be my girlfriend? Yes or no, or vice versa. Like, I have love letters. I have notebooks of like love letters from girls that sent me and girls and letters I've. You sent. gotta watch out because that will end up looking like horrible evidence. They're like Michael Busey, uh, we have you for seven serial killer murders. I know you said you're not that type of person. Could you show me the letter from 1987 that you wrote, uh, Jennifer Keene? It's so weird. Like you would, you could be in class back in the day, and you'd write a girl like, "Do you like they me?" Don't yes do that, or though. no? They text because that's all they got to do now. Yeah, and you would like be so. You would. One time, I was literally like in class, and by the end of the class, I was like dating a girl. Yeah, and then like I didn't like hold her books or some shit, and she broke out with me or something. How like about, you, the back in the day, the shit was crazy. How about this shit though, man? Like. You, like people want to pass notes and you're just sitting in those middle desks and you're like fuck it's like jail I gotta move contraband and I don't want to do this shit but the yep. code is the code they fold a little Chinese star yeah. and throw it at you hey, hey pass this there fuck man fuck oh, we used to do this thing where we would uh, take thumbtacks stick it up to the plastic part of the of the fucking desk yeah and someone sit on that shit fuck oh. their world up and we used to take when they someone go to the bathroom we would take their book bag and turn it inside out. Yeah, and zip I, it up. I love that one. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, what is this? It's like it looks like it's melted or something. It like freak people out. Like they would think they're in the wrong seat. Somet- like this is not my bag. Sometimes if someone like was asleep in class with their jacket on, we'd pour white out in the pocket, <laughs> and then they'd go later <laughs> on. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I could. We could just do a whole podcast about like just being kids. You should. We should. We should uh, reach out to some people we went to school with. But oh, oh well, you get okay. You got one. You got one. Did I? Did, I don't know if I told the story about the kid that uh, we would go off and do crazy shit. He was an older, big dude named Ricky. Mm-mm. His name was Ricky Ends, and I found him in this Facebook group, and I posted all these photos that I had scanned of me and my sister around this time, and uh, <laughs> I remember seeing some dude named Richard Ends. I was like, that's got to be Ricky. Because, you know, people yeah. change their name and shit. I'm you get a older. man. I'm Richard. I am, I am Richard. Is that little dicky from the neighborhood? And yeah. I looked at him and I go, oh, my God, that's his face. But 20, 30 years older, that's him. That's him. And uh, he commented because I uploaded a bunch of photos. and said, I said, I lived at 11122 Heathcliff Street between this year and that year. Da, 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 da. And this guy, he responded, and a bunch of people were like, oh, I think I remember you. Or, I was like, hey, whatever happened to Marshmallow Head Kid? A kid shit himself all the time and stuff. And I was like trying to piece back my childhood. And uh, I remember uh, this one this one dude commented, and he's, oh, I, remember, I think I remember you. 
and it was Ricky Enns. I remember he he rode these bikes and shit, and he still lives somewhere around Central Florida. And I found him, and he DM he he messaged me, and I said, "Yeah, I remember you. I remember uh, your mom and dad did not want you to stay the night at my house because I was too poor." And so petty ass. Oh, I was petty. And that oh, shit petty ass. That motherfucker had so hard. It. And he respond. I swear to God, I could probably pull up the message right now. He was like literally. And this happened maybe like four months ago. Oh, petty and ass. he was like, I definitely know that my parents never said that. And I was like going to argue with him. But I was like, eh, it's OK. It worked out for me in the end. You know, and it's kind of sad that when you look at stuff like that. How'd you find out his parents said that? Because I was in the fucking living room, and we, you know, when back in the day you had to convince your parents yeah. to let you stay nights at someone's house. Well, he was gonna stay in my house, and he, and uh, his parents were like, ah, oh. you ever meet a uh, have a friend and their their dad's really fucking old? Like yeah. this guy was old. He might have been that old, but he felt like old yeah, as fuck. He's like the, fifty when you guys are like twelve. But he felt he like he was like fucking eighty. Yeah, he that's like, like, if, we had, if we had a kid now. That's yeah, how it's going to be. Yeah, Our we're kids, fucked. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to be that guy. Well, not me. I just stand like, oh, your life. grandpa's here. That's my fucking dad. Yeah, leave him alone. That's my dad. And he needs to take his insulin. Yeah, and I remember just hearing that, and it fucking scarred me because they were like, yeah. you're not going over to that kid's house. They live on the poor side of the neighborhood. And I said it back to him just months <laughs> ago when I found him. And I said, oh, yeah, I remember... I can't remember. Petty asshole. Oh, I didn't say it rude. I said, "Yeah, I remember you. I remember you. You, you had all the BMX trophies in that in that room, and I remember your parents said I couldn't you, that you couldn't stay at my house because I was too poor." And he instantly like went to the fence and was like, "My parents never said that." And I was in my hand that Jesus Christ strike me down. They definitely said that. And I was like, "I'm not gonna argue with this guy. He doesn't. He doesn't know who I am. Maybe he Googled me and started yeah. seeing. There's been people from my past." Charles, one of the guys who worked with us, the first uncircumcised dick I you ever told saw us about this, was from Gabriel, Gabriel Santiago. Santiago. Did I tell this on, on the podcast? Yes, yeah, like oh. twice. Damn, you like that? talking about Gabriel Santiago's uncircumcised dick? It was crazy. Like just, I just house like cross and and you know you and at the time, you know you I watched I was watching some movie the other day. I wasn't watching it. Just kind of in the background, something that Courtney was watching, and it was like this Asian dude. Who had met up with a chick that he was friends with when they were kids, and it was some weird show or movie. I don't know what it was. But you it about always be my maybe on Netflix, the comedy. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It was an Asian Randall Park, the guy who played uh, Kim Jong. He was playing. He was playing a video game, and he was like, "You remember when we were seven and we used to play this?" Da, da, da. I think that's and only be, only crazy. be my only be my maybe. Uh, Keanu Reeves is in that movie playing himself, and it's dope. I don't know, but. It kind of made me remind myself of like my childhood, and it's like people from that we used to know, and we meet up later in life, and we have totally we're complete strangers now, and it's kind of sad how we grow up, and that's now you're just somebody that they used to know. We fucking brought it back, yes sir. Round table, baby. Episode thirteen. Episode thirteen. Hell of an episode. We got to wrap it up though. All right, we got to wrap it up. Oh, I know it's late because he just said all right. Usually he's four a.m. <laughs> I got shit to do. I got a, I got a party to plan. Drunk people in costumes. The thirtieth, thirty first, and the first. Do us a favor. If you listen to it, please like and subscribe. Please comment and rate us, uh, and then share it. Let your friends know. Please. We we, we we love you guys. We appreciate you guys, and thank you for all. Steven, your Steven, go on camera. Show everyone your beautiful face. Can you? Did we? Uh, we can't do that now. Steven got me. It was so late. Steven got me one of those. He's like, hey, can you check the camera and make sure it's adjusted? And it was his balls. 
But it was so late, and I was so tired. I was just looking, and I was like, man, my face is wrinkled. And uh, soon, once we have all this shit figured out, if you're a member, you'll be able to actually listen to this live on the website. Yes. And if you come to Drunk People in Costumes, you'll be able to fucking see this live. We're going to do probably on a Sunday or something. On a Sunday, probably the last day, we'll do the podcast. Like, all right, everyone, listen to us talk for two hours. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, now you got to leave. We're going to be doing uh, a couple episodes of our original programming. You won't. Uh, cock blockers. Yeah. Uh, we've got a bunch of cool surprises, special guests. It's going to be everything it's been before and so much more. And if you're a member or if you have a vagina, you're always welcome. It's you just got to RSVP. You can rent a room. You can camp here. It's, all better, it's, it's better than a Craigslist blow bang. It is. All right, guys. On behalf of myself. And hey, Mike I got Houston. a pirate ship to get tomorrow. <laughs> Today. I got, I got shit to do. All right, I guys. I love you guys. Thank you for all the love and support. Love you guys. Bye-bye.